Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Oy vey! 303 and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete the Dancing Pete Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Sidekick producer and sports rack on tour extraordinaire. And the mechanical magnet at the controls. Philander here on the beginning of Hanukkah at sundown. Now what is this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is Dick Dale. Surf King. Oh, Dick Dale, the Surf King. What's the real one? You gonna play the real one now? Yeah. God, I haven't heard the name Dick Dale in oh, holy moly oh, Dick forever. Dale. Anyway, you want to do an? Uh, you gonna do something? Else? <laughs> hey, hi. <laughs> Is anything okay? <laughs> if we can't have a little fun, in, in this day and age especially, with our Jewish friends, then by golly, is something is wrong. And there's a lot of things going on wrong. In fact, there's a bunch of stories we'll be talking about with the Hamas thing and uh, the uh, Arab uh, fight huh? back. It's just it's unbelievable uh, what's going on around here. I'll tell you there's something something wrong that I found out earlier. What's that? Found out, I don't think you knew this, that this man, this uh, Marine here, yeah. is a bad American. Well, now, hold on a second. This is Pearl Harbor Day. I, I'm a patriot and, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, so you paid your dues. You, you've been in Hawaii, right? Well, yeah, I went on my yeah. hour and hour from Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. And you went and visited the Pearl Harbor, uh, USS Arizona, right? Uh, well, okay. Well, we no, I mean, you know, I mean, I would. What? Well, what? All right, well, okay. Well, now, see, you know. <laughs> well, what, uh, okay. what happened was. Right, well, now, back in 1968. <laughs> you were a bad American. Well, I'd already been, had the war. You know, I, I was kind of leaving one for five stinking days. And, you know. So a little patooey. I was being was selfish. I was trying to make up for all those that time up to find. You know, I've been, I was married for like three weeks before I went to Vietnam. You know, I mean, I, I, I married her in, in New England. And drove her across country to California, Camp Pendleton, uh, got my orders, and drove her back yeah. to New England. And then I flew out to uh, Vietnam. Don't try and so. change the subject. <laughs> you spent five days in Hawaii on yeah. Oahu, That's which right. is a tiny little island. No, it was. <laughs> it, it's basically not as big as Decatur. And you couldn't walk over. The main over. island of Hawaii, and there was no way. We just didn't. I like, It was a thing. It was just I was making up for lost time, I can promise I, I was on my honeymoon. And I went to the USS Arizona. I was in war, and I was, you know, you were there on vacation. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and and I regret it. And, it's and impressive. Again, and, and by the way, there's a, this is as actually now officially Pearl Harbor Day. It was never really a Pearl Harbor Day. I, th- I think Clinton made it happen in the <laughs> ninety or ninety two or something, um, whatever that was. But anyway, uh, but it's officially Pearl Harbor Day. But I was uh, reading today that I think there are only two. Survivors who will show up today for the re- survivors two left, memorial. Huh? Two left. Wow. And yeah. not surprised. I mean, 1941. You know. I mean, you know. You take years. a little boat out to it. Yeah. Basically, it's it's so cool. 
It must be amazing, and it must it, it must be absolutely. Uh, I mean, just uh, uh, overpowering the the feeling you have. Because there's, I mean, it's still there. Oh, it's the, right there. The, the thing, it's not as big as you think. And you're looking down, and the the oil bubbles are still yeah. coming up. They're yeah. still coming up. Yeah. I guess if you're flying low on a plane or a helicopter, are you able to see it under the water? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. can see the outline under the water. It's it's right there, yeah. just a few feet under yeah. the water. Yeah. In really? fact, some of the stuff is still sticking over yeah. it at times. Yeah. Must be uh, awesome. Absolutely yeah. It really awesome. is. Maybe uh, someday you. Maybe someday I could probably if I ever cared about America. I guess if I, you know, I have, of course I've never served my country, so my I really God. don't give a damn about anything involving patriots. Uh, By the for, way, bingo card. Yes. If you had uh, Flounder got the cough out of the way very early today. Oh well, there you are. I, the morning boys were talking about it even today they, they were blasting me real good this morning oh my what'd you do I, I don't know i just sat i don't it was just the thing they were talking about uh, i mean they were talking well i'll tell you it was amazing i forgot whether it was tug or lois what i'm saying you know he's gonna snap He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna come in here and kill us all. I mean, I remember, I remember one. I think it was Doug said he's gonna come in here and kill us all if you keep this. So, you are. And I almost called in. I said, no, that would probably do it if I just. So I, but you know, anyway, they were getting me pretty good this morning, and they were talking about what were we just saying? Pearl Harbor. Pearl, no, no. But, but I said they mentioned you. They mentioned us. Oh, him, uh, oh, coffee. coffee. They mentioned coffee. Yeah, flounder coffee. Did we have an over-under <laughs> cough button or something? <laughs> anyway, uh, 308. It's a goofy day, folks. What, what can I tell you? Uh, it's Thursday. Um, I like Thursdays because tomorrow's Friday, and that's stupid. And tonight when I go home, I'm going to relax. I'm going to watch a little TV. And then eventually, probably around 9 o'clock, I'll work on my birthdays and history for tomorrow. But I'm going to yeah. take, take a couple hours off and Good just sit there on Thursday night. I, I don't put as much effort Thursday night into Friday as I do the night before every other day. You know what's weird? I, I, I've i been up since 4.30 this morning. I had to take the car into the dealership. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there in, in the in Porsche dealership. And by the way, you go upstairs. It's nice and quiet upstairs. Okay. All, All the right. rabble are downstairs. Well, There's no rabble. The little the, people. Yeah. The little people down. So you go upstairs. Yeah. That's where they keep the $300,000 cars. Oh, I saw that you posted. So you can't steal those. No, you can't get those downstairs. Because <laughs> they're on the... T- yeah. right? No, they have to crane to get <laughs> yeah. through the, <laughs> the lift. $311,000 car. Yeah, that's... that's a lot. But the weird thing was, I'm sitting there, and a Japanese woman comes in and sits down. Probably paid cash for it. And then an- another Japanese couple comes in and sits down, and then an Asian couple comes and sits down. I'm, I'm looking around, going, I'm the only Anglo. And I thought, I never knew Japanese people bought Porsches. I thought they bought their yeah, you know, Lexus I, I, and I had no idea. Acuras and stuff. I had no idea. I had no idea either. I don't know. Well, I, I I guess you know. Well, I don't know. In fact, when I sold uh, my house in uh, not the uh, one in Brookhaven, I got a friend, but the one before that to go to Brookhaven, uh, it was a Japanese couple who bought it and they paid cash. So I, I couldn't believe it. He pulled out the money, cash money, right there. Huh. I mean, serious amounts. Probably from the bonus of the first zero <laughs> over Waikiki. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> the damnest thing you ever saw. Which, by the way, I have an excellent service today over at Perimeter Porsche over there on uh, Peachtree Industrial. They have not paid me to say this. I'm just saying they're good They're oh. good people. Well, so I guess if you have a Porsche, you ought to be able to take Shut. it. Perimeter. Well, when you look at the cost Don't of a Porsche, me, they sure as hell should treat you. Oh, there's, you a, me. there's a guy on the phone there, a, a customer. He's on the phone. He's talking to some other guy. Yeah, I'm here at the Porsche dealership. I go, uh. Porsche. And he kept doing the whole thing. Yeah, and my Porsches. And I go, uh. Every night, Jesse Waters on Fox talks about Hunter Biden's Porsche. 
and he says Porsche. And I keep waiting for somebody off stage to go, Shut up! You know? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up as a kid, all my, not all, I went to prep school. I had lots of friends with Porsches. And not one of them said Porsche. I know. Porsche. I know. But that's the way it's supposed to be pronounced. No, I've they never, tell I, you that. If you say that and they hear that, I know. they They're correct gonna, you. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, like, it's like when I bought it. And I'm sitting there, he goes, what are you looking for? I said, I thought these, uh, the new cars all had the button. And he said, sir, this is a fine automobile. That's not a car. This is a driving machine. This is not a microwave oven. <laughs> now put that collar down and act like a gentleman. <laughs> uh, 311, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, we have actual new stuff. and We love phone calls. Here's the number, 404-741-1230, And we have, we'll talk about the debate. I did not watch the debate. I didn't watch a minute of it. I wish I had now because it looked like it was pretty fun. We have some couple of sound bites that are pretty funny. Uh, and Flounder will play those for you here shortly. Also, uh, there was a funny posting Pete found on, uh, was it YouTube or Facebook or Facebook? Uh, Facebook of a guy. It looked, I guess it was a dating proposal. He was p- pictured there with his dog. And wait to hear what he says about trying to attract a woman. And I, I thought that gave me kind of a funny idea. But first, uh, uh, the, remember, if you've ever watched the old dad uh, time, the Saturday Night Live shows when, when Chevy Chase was on, Chevy Chase, among other things, was famous for doing falls as President Ford. Mm-hmm. He would come out on stage and then fall right in his face and say, live from New York, Saturday night. Remember, remember, he did that all the time. Well, guess what? Chevy Chase now is doing a traveling show where he does National Lampoon's vacation Q&As where he and his wife uh, uh, go to a crowd, and he does some stand-up stuff, and then they uh, they talk about the shows he's been in, the movies, the Christmas vacations, and all that stuff, and then answer questions from the crowd. It's a it's a you know shows up and does a little thing like a lot of the celebrities do, and he shows up, and so he showed up in an, in a wheelchair um, in, in Buffalo, New York. He got out of the wheelchair. And let's see, I'm going to get the whole story here. He was uh, showed up in a wheelchair, and uh, he got he, he got on stage in a wheelchair, walked toward the crowds and uh, crowd, and then fell off the stage and fell on the ground. And the g- crowd was gasping and said, "Oh my God! Oh my God!" He was helped back up and seemed to be in good spirits. For the record, Chevy Chase is 80. Wow, 80, 80. No, 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 no. Wow. That blows my Caddyshack? mind. Caddyshack? I know. Be the ball, Danny. <laughs> well, it's hard to be the ball if you're talking, sir. I'm, I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to go to college for, Danny? <laughs> what do you say yeah, about work the, l- at the lumber yard. Yeah. Well, I, I own two of them. I know she don't spend a lot of time there. Well, I'm not sure where they are. <laughs> <laughs> the girl goes in, here's a check for $70,000. Here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Chevy Chase, 80 freaking years old, shows up in a wheelchair, and he was here to help Sylvester Stallone, who's got a memorabilia shop in Philadelphia. So he was showing up in Philadelphia, too, with his buddy Sylvester, who's 77. Mm. Holy cow. Anyway, 314 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. We have actual newsy stuff in his next year on 106.3, I think, probably. And ladies by the score 
dressed in satin and waiting by the door. I don't. Is this Ozzy? No. Or did you go to the second one? You second. must have gone to the second one. Yeah, I did the second this one. Lake and, I was going to say, this is Greg Lake, <laughs> the Lake and Palmer. <laughs> I tried to trick the giver. Uh, no, I messed that up. <laughs> no, it's all right. I don't care. Because I, I don't know anything, so I'm, I'm always embarrassed. when you, you know, Almost every song you play, by the way, I, and it's my fault, not yours, almost every song he plays, if I don't have it in front of me, if I hear it, I have no idea what it is, so I'm hoping that I'm reading the right thing. But I really don't You're know because I don't recognize this song. But I heard this guy singing. I said, well, hell, that's not Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, so I went, right, went down. We'll go number two. Now, we're still on number two, right? Greg yes. Lake, right? Okay. On this day in 2016, Greg Lake, who was the front man for both King Crimson and uh, King Crimson and Emerson Lake and Palmer, Greg Lake passed away at the age of 69 after a battle with cancer. One of the founding fathers of progressive rock, the band combined heavy rock riffs with a classical influence. They scored hit albums with pictures at an exhibition, Trilogy and Brain Salad Surgery. Lake had his solo hit, I believe, in Father Christmas. Oh, horrible song. Really? No. Yeah, horrible song. Well, is it a it's Christmas a, song? It is, but it's depressing. It's anti-Christmas. It's anti-God. It's, really? It's, it's a horrible wow. song. Uh, Jimi Hendrix considered joining Emerson, Lake, and Palmer in their earliest incarnation. If it had happened, the band would have been known as Help. <laughs> H-E-L-P. Yeah. Greg Lake had a, a, a synthesizer. I think it was Greg. That was as big as this sign we got behind us here. Really? Because back then they were huge. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Quick birthday note, uh, Jennifer Carpenter is 44. Dexter's sister, Detective Deborah Morgan on Dexter. And she plays, uh, and by the way, she shows up in the, in the repeat of Dexter series, which is being replayed again now. Uh, and uh, let's see, Dexter, Michael C. Hall uh, was married to her when they were doing the show, and now they've broken up. They split mm-hmm. up. So anyway, so that was kind of uh, bizarre. Uh, I was thinking, I, I could never be married to an actress. As soon as she kissed another guy on screen, I'd, I'd, I'd put the guy in the ground. I'd, just, I'd have to shoot him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you all nut up on the morning crew. <laughs> That'd be a little hard. <laughs> That's I swear not to coming. God, they said he's coming. He's going to kill us all. He come in and they talk about my knives. I mean, I mean, all my guns. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> Just make sure if there's a, there's always that PTSD. That guy out. in the office that you know yeah. is capable. Yeah, of Yeah, well, you're looking at him. <laughs> Just make friends with them. So when they yeah. come in, guns yeah. ablazing, they see you and they see they might they see happy face. <laughs> they might give you a pass. <laughs> uh, Three twenty. Oh, we got something here. You want to play? What? I think he wants to something. Uh, Flounder's trying to get our attention. He's in the, uh, the room next to us through a glass, but he's it's so freaking black in there. He has the lights off, so we, I can't tell if he's in there or not. But when he flashes his light, it means he wants to say something. I think so. Yesterday. Oh, here we go. December seventh, nineteen forty-one. A date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. The United States was at peace with that nation and at the solicitation of Japan was still in conversation with its government and its emperor looking toward the maintenance of peace in the Pacific. The attack yesterday on the Hawaiian Islands 
has caused severe damage to American naval and military forces. I regret to tell you that very many American lives have been lost. In addition, American ships have been reported torpedoed on the high seas between San Francisco and Honolulu. As Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy, I have directed that all measures be taken for our defense, but always will our whole nation remember the character of the onslaught against us. That's a president. Yeah, boy. And remember, this, that was December 7th when they hit us. The I can't day see. before, Franklin Roosevelt was talking to Hirohito saying, let's make sure we have peace here. Let's not do anything stupid. And they were, they were lying to us the whole time. They were, uh, uh, they were pretending that, in fact, didn't he say, well, we'll meet with you again tomorrow or I something? I don't think he, kept he prolonging was, it. I don't think anyone talked to the emperor. He was, they are, are. People underneath were talking back and forth. In fact, he was the wasn't the guy sitting in the office yeah. when the attack right. happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it wasn't FDR talking to Hirohito no. personally, but our people were talking to their people, saying, "Let's make sure we keep this calm." And he said, "Oh yeah, everything's fine. We're, we're you know we have no plans to do anything." And and they were still talking. I mean, and, and then boom, it was yeah. such a. Sneaky... I find it ironic that he said first time I ever really noticed he said that we were at peace. Well, Japan was at peace in 1853 when our warships came into Tokyo Harbor. Matthew Perry, by the way, yeah, well, the that, commander, that whatever, explore, and said, yeah. you're opening up your, your country to trade. Yeah. And we forced them to open up yeah. to trade. There's a John Wayne movie about well, it. Well, we're Americans. But it's funny. Poor Matthew Perry, for a hundred-something years— and by the way, it took him less than 100 years to attack us after we, we forced them to open up. Matthew Perry was known. And you taught, Matthew Perry— You learned about him in school. His name is completely erased in history now because of the actor. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. We've, that was, I'd forgotten his name was Matthew was, Perry. Was Admi- All I knew was Admiral Perry, right? Yeah. I'll be damned. Uh, by the way, uh, the sneak attack in 1941, Japan used midget submarines, more than 350 bombers and torpedo planes. And then it was the uh, next day we uh, said that's the ball game. You and don't get to do that. The main reason they attacked is we cut their oil off. We cut, cut off a steel going there and oil to keep them from doing what they were doing to China. They were raping Nanking. They were yeah. raping China and Korea. Yeah. So we tried to, and, and trying to get an empire over there, we tried to stop it by cutting their oil off, and that's when they attacked. Well, it's quite a day in history, all right. And uh, and it's Hanukkah at sundown tonight, Hanukkah. Now, this is yeah. the happy time. This is, uh, yes. this is eight days of... Uh, a joy and happiness. The menorah lighting. And, 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 and do they still, do they get presents every day? Is that still a thing or is that don't, don't like another thing? I, I have really no idea. I don't. Well, you spin the dreidel and if it falls wrongly, you have to give your pre- presents away. Oh, no kidding. It's like the Seinfeld. It will break, and I guess I don't know that. I really don't know. It's the a spinning thing. thing. I forget. Yeah. It's a game. But don't they break? Don't do they deliberately smash it or something? I don't know. Flounder, do you have any idea? Nothing. No clue. Okay. Anybody want to chip in on this? You know, four zero four seven four one twelve thirty. We're Jewish. We listeners. hope we're doing the right. We know we have Muslim listeners. Well, we know we got all of those, but that's which is good. You know, if yes. you're an American citizen My and God. you fight for this guy, I would talk. Aswatum is a Muslim. We talked yesterday, and by God, he can be in my fight and hold any day. He's an American and says he's going to fight for America if need be. He'll fight and die and kill for his country. America.
God bless, came here for the right reasons. After being a 14-year-old mm-hmm. uh, a part of an assassin team in mm-hmm. uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Mass Murdia, fighting the bad guys. I have it on good, a good authority that on his way here to America, yeah. he stopped at the USS Arizona Did and he? paid his... Because, pay you know, as any American would <laughs> want, you know, any, any good right-thinking. <laughs> Flounder, have you been to Hawaii? <laughs> Don't say Not yet. Never been. Hey, there you go. If Good you answer. go, will you go see <laughs> us? Get off my back. God, 326. I think road trip. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go live from the freaking thing right there. Uh, go get right on the boat. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh, Lordy. I, well, I'm, oh, I'm in. I, I, I love Hawaii. And, and, and then we'll go to Spain and do a Running with the Bulls or something. Yes. We can talk we've about that since 1996. That. I know. We, we, we have to do it. We have to do well, it. Well, I regret to tell you, too, if you two do it, the Bulls are probably going to get you. Well, that's why what we a have way to you go. behind us. <laughs> what a way to go. I've been, I've been chased by Bulls on my grandfather's farm, so I, I've got a little leg up on both of you guys because I have run well, from a bull. No, I've done bull. I, 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 was one who, I was one who had to take charge of protecting the little girls at the stable down in Florida ah. when we got the steer. Uh, and they were he was attacking them and I had to I mean I got gored by that thing, man. They grow big and fast and those horns are steel. They're mean. Yeah. Mean. And I don't even even when they don't mean to be, they just they whip those horns around. If you get you know, hit in the thigh with those things, you're you're going down. Yep. Anyway. Uh three twenty seven. Oh, we yes. should say thank you. Oh yeah, by the way, a couple things. In fact, I think we all got Flounder and Pete and I also uh, all three of us. Got a very nice card here. I don't know if yours is the same as mine. It's a Christmas card with Santa and stockings. Mine had twenty bucks in it. Oh well, my I had one hundred and fifty. From David Ray, uh, the S man Skinner. Uh, yeah, and uh, so did you read the back of it? Cards O Snellville, <laughs> New York. London, Snellville. Snellville. There you go. <laughs> and also uh, some friends from the podcast days, Dan and Carolyn. Uh, from Dahlonega sent us a, a nice uh, card, a beautiful uh, Christmas kind of thing. Sent us or you? Uh, well, uh, to me, for all of us. You know, thanks for all you guys doing the laughter. And stuff. Oh, that's so it was very kind nice. Of a, that's from back in our podcast days. They were one of our supporters team. Thank you very from much. From our fi- uh, podcast days, which is very nice. I do send out Christmas cards. I don't. I, I used to. I religiously. I would, I would send like 40 or 50 out every year. And then I got, got to realizing. That no one cared anymore. Yeah. It's like they even wanted to well, see plus, them. Who has even addresses? Do you even have addresses anymore? Barely of or some even, of them. Or phone numbers. If you if it's not in your phone, you if someone asks what the phone number is, I because I, I used I used to send out really funny and crazy ones that I would look forward to every year to find. You go to Richard's Variety Store and you'd find yeah. the craziest one you could have. And I look forward to doing it. You know, it was a pain in the butt to sit there and write yeah. to all of them. But a few years ago, and I feel bad every year for not doing it, but. No well, one does I, it. I found some funny ones at Spencer's Gifts, <laughs> which I, I gave to Feed and Flounder. You better, you better really know the person you're sending. Only <laughs> these two. <laughs> In fact, one of them's going to my daughter, Jennifer. <laughs> Just like that. Anyway, 328. We're having kind of a goofy day. We're going to talk about the debate. Uh, and by the way, if you saw it and you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you. I did not watch it. Um, I kind of wish I had part of it, but there's no way I was going to spend two hours watching oh, the no. damn thing. But I watched the highlights, and I'm, I'm, you know, and those are interesting. We'll play a couple of sound bites for you here, doing a minute. Four zero four seven four one twelve thirty seven four one one two three zero. If you'd like to join us and talk about that, uh, first of all, uh, Pete found. I guess it was on Facebook. There's a picture of a guy, a good-looking guy, in mid twenties or maybe 30 years old thereabouts, I think. I'm not sure you mentioned, but 25 or 30 years old. And he's uh, posing with a dog. It was a, a, a Labrador, I think. I, I don't remember. He's posing with a dog in a picture. And it's a, it looks like it's a posting for, a, like, a looking for a date. 
And here's what he says, though. And he's, uh, I guess he, I, I, I can't remember. He's a, a decent-looking guy, good-looking guy. And he's with a dog, so, you know, it seems like, you know, a good, I think ladies would probably appreciate the picture. And here's what he says. Let me guess. You're 25 years old with three kids, and you've had your fun, but now you don't want that. You want a real man to settle down with and take care of you and your kids, all because you let a loser knock you up. Well, I'm six foot even. I have my own house, two vehicles, make over 75 k a year. What do you bring to the table? If the answer is someone else's kids, then go kick rocks. No man will ever want you. And stop saying you're thick, T-H-I-C-C, unquote. You're just obese. And by the way, you're not a dog mom. You're a pet owner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hey, I, I, we got to do one like that. Yeah. I guarantee you I would attract some women who write the guys on death row. I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> Come on down, baby. Uh, 3.30 with a Kevin Feed and Flounder. <laughs> Now, this is either Ozzy Osbourne or David Bowie. So I'm going with Ozzy Osbourne. Correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yes. They keep trying to trick the giver. <laughs> well, on this day in 2016, Ozzy Osbourne offered $25,000 as a reward for the return of stolen instruments previously owned by his late guitarist, Randy Rhodes, after the Musonia School of Music in North Hollywood was robbed on Thanksgiving night in 2019, the stolen instruments included Rhodes's first electric guitar, a 1963 Harmony Rocket, as well as a rare Marshall prototype made specifically for Randy Rhodes, who had passed away. You know how wow. he passed away? I do not. He was flying. Was he in the airplane or was he flying the airplane? I'm, I'm not sure, but he, I know, like, was it the one that crashed in the house? Yeah, it's a small yeah. airplane. He, yeah. was, he was showing out for them, and he was flying over their heads, and he crashed in the house. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh. Killed him. <laughs> That's not that good. Nope. Yeah, not no, good. not that good at all. Uh, by our birthday list, by the way, I feel kind of bad about this because you guys were so high on this deal. Tom Waits is 74 today, singer-songwriter who played Redenfield in Bram Stoker's Dracula. You didn't like the song? And Dr. Heller, the inventor of the non-lethal weapons and mystery men, Tom Waits, 74. And you you were telling me, I can't remember the name of the song. Midnight Lullaby. Midnight Lullaby. Okay, and Flounder put it on my music magic stick, and you guys told me it would make me cry and everything else. And Honest to Pete, no, sorry, Pete and Flounder, Honest to Pete and Flounder, um, I played it. And I don't like his voice. I mean, it, it well, wasn't musical. It was. I mean, but it wasn't. It wasn't pretty music. It was. Tom Waits' acquired was, taste. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was. I, I don't want to say annoying, but it was not. It was not beautiful music and harmony and songs. the lyrics. I'm, he's I, I, he's I telling that little girl. The older you get, remember this night that we sat here and 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 talked. I'm gonna listen to it again on the way home. But but again, I, I was so turned off by the fact that it wasn't pretty music that I. I just Another good one it. of his is called "I Got Me a Girl." Now, then I could go for that, because that's still a dream. You know, Philistine. one of these days I'm going to find a girl. We, I work, we well, work with a Philistine. If I, if I can get me some, you know, extra cash, I'm going to be one of them weekend women. Uh, three, the weekend's coming up. Well, it's coming up. i got to get me a weekend woman one of these days. <laughs> what are you finding them, though? I keep offering free room and board, you know. <laughs> Costco. <laughs> it's not working. I'll hang around the bus stop. <laughs> 3.36. On this day in history, uh, 2006, archaeologists at the Vatican unearth the sarcophagus with the remains of the actual St. Paul the Apostle. Huh. 
2006, the remains buried under Rome's second largest basilica, dating back to the year 390 A.D., the goal was to bring the tomb back to light for devotional reasons, but in, the inside of it has never been revealed. But they believe they have the sarcophagus of St. Paul the Apostle. But they don't know if they have the bone. But they, they haven't opened it. Why wouldn't you do that? To see, I mean, my God. Well, because he's, he's like the second guy in command behind I Jesus. Know, but but wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't it be great? I mean, what if he well, no one him? way or the other. Well, I mean, we think he's going to come out of there. They, 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 you don't think they'll, like, hang around in there, do you? No, I hope not. He's got to be up there with the plane. Isn't, 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 we hope. Isn't we still thinking you have to go up, isn't it? And by the way, how come it's out? They're always saying you go up. Because it's the sky. It was a sky god. Yeah, well, there you are. Anyway. And the world of the dead was below. You yeah. went down below. Down below. That's why you bury people down to get, get rid of them. Because they stink. They bother horrible. They didn't. It's not, it's not attractive. Uh, 337, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounders. 404 741 Breaking news. We'll get to, the, uh, get to the debate thing. If you saw the debate, I'd love to hear from you because I didn't see it why, uh, live. I saw some sound bites. Well, uh, Flounders can play some for you here in a second. <coughs> we'll do uh, the first Vivek and then maybe the Megan taking care of uh, Fat Boy. Uh, but first, uh, breaking news earlier today. The House of Representatives is formally reprimanding Representative Jamal Bowman, the dirty, stinking, lying, uh, fake, and cheat who uh, busted through the door at the Cannon office, uh, House office building on the Capitol complex, uh, setting off a fire alarm and forcing the building to be evacuated. And that was because he wanted to stall more time before a vote on the funding extension for the, uh, the budget. And so he wanted to give Democrats more time to uh, obfuscate and be uh, idiots. And so he busted through an alarm door. His alarm went off, and then he lied about it. He said, uh, well, he was actually he was racing to help a, a pregnant tranny, uh, uh, the first man who was giving birth to a woman, and he was going to help her outside, and he'd be damned if he worried about a door. He was helping America and the trannies of America. That's what he testified under oath, And even though he uh, admitted that he lied, and he's a scumbag, and they fined him $1,000, uh, agreed to a misdemeanor. But since he pleaded guilty, he had committed a crime. Yeah. And uh, because of that, they had to censure him. However, the Democrats were saying, uh, this guy, this scuzzbag, has had Hakeem Jeffries of New York. Man, what a slime bag this guy is. He says, you Republicans are wasting time uh, moving ahead with this motion after it failed last night. And so he, he says, we're on the House floor wasting time talking about fire alarms, not the economy, not inflation, not affordable housing, not lowering costs, not the gun violence epidemic that continues to claim the lives of our Oh, my God. You, you, could be, you should have been doing all this thing for four, when you had control of the White House and Congress. Mm-hmm. You didn't do squat. And by the way, again, remember, yesterday set the record for the most people who have sneaked across the border in one day. 12,000 people at this one place. It was unbelievable. Have you seen the videos? And again, boy, I guess our vice president, shiftless and lazy, America's favorite side piece, really turned in that, that czar of the border. Really, She really stopped that uh, sneaking in the border, didn't she? Oh, my God. What a bunch of crap. Uh, 339. Okay, Flounder, we're going to play a soundbite here. The debate last night. Uh, there was, uh, I, I, think, I think Vivek hurt himself. I think he hurt himself. Although, uh, you got, I love the guy because he's, he's the new Donald Trump. Remember when Donald Trump was running in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about little Marco and uh, slow, uh, by, who is the Bush? Uh, Jeb. Uh, Jeb. Slow Jeb Bush. And it was just personal attack. And, and Nikki Haley said, boy, how'd you like to see her face on a dollar bill? Remember something like that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Vivek is doing the same thing. Let's do a Vivek soundbite here, Flounder, and uh, give you a taste of what you missed last night if you didn't see it. 
And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are, but she wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. So. <laughs> he also held up a sheet of paper accusing Nikki Haley of being corrupt. Yeah. And we'll play some more of that later. Did, did too. he tell Christy to go get another meal? Well, yeah, in, fact, in fact, do we have? Was that the? Uh, do we have that part of the? I think we isn't that the last one? His closing statements here. Yeah, here he is again. He was really right star here. last night. Here we go. We learned three things right there. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, yeah. and get the hell out of this race. <laughs> when it comes to Nikki, I think if you're going to actually even send your sons and daughters well, to go die in somebody else's voting. war, well, you you better, excuse voting. me, Chris, I'm speaking, and I'm not done yet. I haven't you had heard the time when you aren't we're going to be done. So listen up to this. Is If these people want to send your sons and daughters to go die in Ukraine, they've been arguing for it for a year. $200 billion of our taxpayer money sent over, neither of them could even name for you the provinces that they actually want to protect. And this is the people who have been touting their so-called foreign policy experience. It is intellectual fraud. These people are lying to you. I tell you, uh, Christie went off on Ramaswamy. Uh, he, said, he said, this is the fourth debate, and you'll be voted in in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. <laughs> Christie said about the Well, Christie is nothing but a Democratic uh, plant yeah. to attack the others. Yeah. Uh, uh, he said, we're 25 minutes in, and you're insulting Nikki Haley's basic intelligence, not her positions, her basic intelligence. She's a smart, accomplished woman. You should stop insulting her. And uh, Vivek shot back, first of all, Chrissy doesn't know what the province is. Well, he talked about the thing. Uh, his uh, political uh, foreign policy experience is closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. <laughs> what she said a minute ago. Uh, a couple other highlights. Uh, DeSantis received his biggest cheer of the night in talking about hormone treatments for gender reassignment for minors. And Christie said he would defer to parents on the issue. And uh, Ron DeSantis said, now, wait a minute. You do not have the right to abuse your kids. This is cutting off their genitals. This is mutilating these minors. These are irreversible procedures. And he talked about signing legislation in Florida to stop it. Uh, Nikki Haley uh, said he'd, uh, he claimed that she is agreed with the vet, too. And he said, no, she disagreed that she wants to allow it to happen. Um, let's see. Also, DeSantis and Ramaswamy tangled with Nikki Haley over her approach to privacy online when they claimed that she said all social media users should have to identify themselves, which she had claimed before. Uh, said, uh, they said the only person more fascist than Biden regime right now is Nikki Haley, who thinks the government should identify every individual with an ID. That's not freedom. That's fascism. Power level in the White House going up. And Nikki, apparently her her uh, her advisors and me, and she have agreed that she's kind of downplaying her reactions, uh, kind of taking the high road. Uh, she said uh, uh, she said deflected the criticism, saying I'd be happy to talking about uh, whether she should come near the power level in the White House. Uh, deflecting criticism, saying I'd be happy to love all the attention, fellas. Thank you for that. Uh, she would fight for freedom of speech for Americans, intended target malign foreign actors. 
Uh, she said, and DeSantis said, you said I want your name, and then got real serious blowback about it. Anyway, so they started arguing about stuff like that. Um, let's see. Uh, they talked about her billionaire donors. In fact, Vivek said uh, when uh, when uh, Nikki Haley left public life, she was she had a value, a worth, a personal worth of $100,000. Two years later, she's worth $8 million. Hmm. Huh. And they both said, now, just a minute here. Uh, and, she's, and she, in, re, in response, said, well, you're just mad because all now the big billionaire donors are supporting me and not you anymore. Which isn't a good flex for her. Yeah. Uh, still, how do you explain going America, from uh, no America money America doesn't like million. Wall Street yeah. backing somebody. Yeah. Yeah, okay, we know they're crooks. They called her corrupt. Uh, Vivek, uh, hold up thing. She's corrupt. I mean, that's, that's pretty strong. She sold it out. Uh, and let's see. Um, uh, I talked about uh, China. Uh, DeSantis slams Nikki Haley is the number one governor for bringing China Communist Party into her state when she led South Carolina. Um, and, and by the way, they talked about Donald Trump's age, too. Uh, Chris Christie tried to make a big point saying DeSantis refuses to say that Trump's too old. And he says, well, say it. Is he too old or not? Say it. Say it. Is he fit or not? He won't answer. He's afraid to answer. And DeSantis says, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, it says... You know, Christie, like, <laughs> you don't know anything Christie stands for. Christie yeah. is there just to attack the others and then go on MSNBC and right. crow about it. Yeah. And I, I think he was on... I, I, I think I might have seen him on Fox this morning, too. I may not be right. I'm, I've, I'm switching around all morning and stuff like that. You were drunk. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was high. I'm, I do morning drinking. It's not good. <laughs> Peppermint shops with uh, my peanut butter uh, my English muffin. When we come back, Tim has yeah. some constructive criticism. Oh, goody. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go anywhere now. <laughs> 346. Oh, goody. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know that part of it. <laughs> Look out. 2015, David Bowie made his last public appearance when he attended the opening night of the Lazarus production at the New York Theater Workshop in Manhattan. 2015, tickets to the entire run of the musical ran from the 20th of January, ran until the 20th of January, 2016, uh, sold out within hours of being made available. Huh. David Bowie in the last public appearance, 2015. And uh, let's see, a quick birthday of note, Ellen Burstyn, Linda Blair's mom in The Exorcist. Wasn't she in uh, Same Time Next Year, too, or was that somebody that else? That might have been her. I think so. Uh, 91, Ellen Burstyn, 91 years old. Good for her. And a quick history note here. On uh, this day in 2001, George Clooney remake of Ocean's Eleven hit the theaters with... Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Don Cheadle, Bernie Mac, and Julia Roberts, among others. In fact, that's I was on again. It's on almost every night between Ocean's really? Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, and Ocean's Thirteen, and then the girl one, Ocean's Eight, which is the. There's girl a one. tranny one coming out too. I think. Uh, are you? I would not be a bit surprised. <laughs> I never saw those. I saw the old Sinatra one, but I never saw the new ones. Oh, they're pretty good. It's right here. They're pretty good. I mean, I think you'd enjoy them if you if you like the. the uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember. Um, I think I like 12, although 13 is one where they got back at uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman, or Al Pacino, one of the two. I haven't seen them yet, so don't yeah. tell me about them. Well, they're, they're, you'd like them. You'd like okay. all of them. By the, uh, What's that? You want your constructive criticism? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> Tim writes. Tim. 
Yeah, Mike, instructive. Love your show in the afternoon. Well, thanks for calling. Uh, our number is... <laughs> you and Flounder make things run smoothly. See, he called it my show. Did you see oh, that? Oh, so he's talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Tell Kimmer oh, to boy. get it together. And please, for the love of God, stop talking about all the stupid girl subjects. The senior bachelor and Travis Kelsey in relationship with that twit... <laughs> And he's laughing emojis, so he's laughing and crying. Oh my God, he's having a good time. We do do a lot of girl stuff. Uh, well, why? I mean, uh, uh, well, the, Every, the, 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 I we don't do a lot of girl stuff. We, well, how many? Like, one, which is Thursday? Uh, so far, we've talked about nothing with girls. Uh, we, uh, a, a little thing with a guy looking for a date, but still, well, that's that's going on. That's what's in the in the time. We're a radio show. I almost said something to Flounder yesterday <laughs> behind your back. It's like, is this? the second Taylor Swift segment we're doing today on this Well, that show. was, she was the woman of the year. My God, how could, oh, anybody can kiss I, my ass. We got a phone call. She was the woman of the year. How could you not talk about Taylor Swift or the woman of the year? Well, and Bill makes a very good point that you didn't bring up yesterday about Taylor Swift in person of the year. Bill. What? Bill? Hello. Oh, hi, Bill. I'm here. Uh, yeah, you're on the radio, man. Well, thanks for calling. What's up? Merry Christmas. But, Kimber, yeah. listen. Yeah. You you use the wrong pronoun. It's a person of the year, okay, number one. Oh, you well, good woman point. Of the year. Yeah, you're right. Person, yeah, human of the but, year. But, yeah, yeah. but wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. You said, you, you gave this gal all these accolades, but you forgot to mention something that was rather important. All right. So she was running up against Vladimir Putin. I mentioned that. The premier of China. I, the yeah. two murderous dictators, the biggest murderous dictators and the biggest enemies our country has ever faced. And the third contestant was... The Sam prosecutors of Donald uh, was the prosecutors of Donald Trump, and I'm just saying that would have been some pertinent information as far as who she was running against, and you didn't talk about it. Well, so. I, I well, I, let me correct a little bit. I did mention I did mention three people that she beat out. I mentioned that she beat out Putin. I mentioned she beat out Z. And I mentioned that she beat out Sam Altman, who was also in the running. I did not have a list on the story I had, did not have the uh, prosecutors. But I did mention three others that she beat out. But you're right, I did not mention four. Therefore, I guess I'm a dirty rat and I don't know what I'm doing. Or Bad, bad American, <laughs> I think we've established that. <laughs> Unpatriotic, kind of a traitor. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, if you're up against those three uh, yeah, vile big. groups yeah. of people, yeah. Um, it wouldn't be hard to, you know, become the dog catcher or something. I don't know. <laughs> You're right. Good point. I'm glad you called, but they'll appreciate it. 355 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. We always welcome your criticism uh, and, uh, and your comments. Look forward to yeah, more. We really can't wait for the next one. No, no. I just. And by the way, the girl thing, I, okay, I'm, you know, I mean, what the hell? I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm, this, this is the, I don't do a lot of girl stuff. I don't know. Yeah, you do. Well, I'm lonely. <laughs> been, you know how long it's been? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Personal question. <laughs> and just, you know, it's been a bad year. So it's just been a bad year. Well, it's almost and, over. And it's almost over. And, I, and I'm, and honestly, God, my, uh, Christine, my car, uh, I, I'm telling you, I, 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 it, it helps. It really does help. It's cheaper than I a therapist. To, I swear. Well, I, I definitely need that. I'm going to go see that. The girl told me from the VA, she said, you need to get to the, the PTSD guy. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not paying. If it's free, I'll, I'll do it. Well, I think it's it. free, so I should do it. But, uh, but uh, you know. Otherwise, you're going to come in and shoot the morning show. Well, I just, it's, uh, it's, it's, that's what they're warning. They, they said it this morning on the radio. He's going to come in here and kill us all. <laughs> uh, 356. If you don't make a video, if you say, 
sitting at home with three of their photos. <laughs> right. Give me flounder. We need some some company photographs of the morning team. <laughs> oh, we got another phone call. Uh, oh my God. And it's a girl. Three fifty six. Well, that that will be a nice change. Although she's probably going to blast me too, just like all the rest Kathy of them. Kathy wants to. Kathy's talk. on. Hi, Kathy. Uh, Welcome aboard. Hey, gosh. sweetie. Hey, I'm, doll. I'm not going to blast you. I'm not no, going to blast no. you at all. Hey, I wanted to talk about Kwamasami a little bit, uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, but he, what I read recently that um, he's real good friends with the Trump sons, and that they run together, and that Trump is paying him, or he's backed by his whatever to to because you know we never heard of him before he got into this race yeah but uh he's supposedly really good friends with the trump sons and he's put in there kind of what pete said about uh about um what's his christy. name new jersey yeah christy yeah, christy yeah. he's in there to attack everybody and to bring anybody he's not in there to win yeah in fact he wants to be in trump's cabinet if he wins so I think he's just being an agitator, just uh, just talking, just ugly, and and trying to make anybody that's in the lead when he does, you know, when they have uh, these conversations, he's the, he just attacks the one that's in the lead. Yeah, so I well, don't trust him at all. I I just don't trust him at all. You're talking he's about Vivek or, or Christie. Yeah, Vivek. Vivek, I don't like yeah. Christy well, either. I you can't know, stand either one of them. You know what? When I saw, the, I didn't again. I didn't watch the debate, but I read about it and read the comments, and I saw the soundbite. So I have a feeling. I mean, I, you heard what he said. I mean, the guy is an attack dog. Oh, yeah. He he is the Donald Trump of 2016. Vivek is doing exactly what Trump did, attacking personally. Well, that's what yeah. yeah, that's what Trump wants him to do because he wants uh, them to look bad, and you know, for Trump to get in, and Trump goes, "If you do that." Because uh, I know you're not going to win. Yeah. If you do that, then you'll be in my cabinet. And yeah. So that's kind of a sure bet for him. That's just what I was reading up on it the other day, and that's my take on it. Because as a middle-aged female, I, I don't want that attack anymore. Yeah. I mean, I like Trump, but I'm tired of that attack. And a lot of women are. You know, we don't want that constant, you know, if I, Trump would just say what he's doing and do do what he does best, just yeah. leave this mess out. I mean, so many people vote for him because he gets things done. Yeah. You yeah, know? as an effective president, he was the best president we've had since Reagan by far, and one of the best presidents we've ever had. He was one of the very few who's not in it for himself. He was doing everything that's best for America, and you could tell it. Exactly. Everything he did was best for the country, uh, demanding respect from around the world. He would do anything for this country. And for a guy, you know, and he's no military hero, and he's, you know, got deferments for yeah. stuff, so it's not like he's some big rah-rah patriot for the most, all of his life. He was probably more of a Democrat for most of his life than, than, than other people right. just because he was a business. Businessman who we kind of had to be to get things done exactly. in the big city. Uh, but again, as a exactly. president, God, you, we couldn't do any better. I mean, he, he'd be perfect. No. And, and Vivek, and I my think. Favorite was, president, my yeah. favorite president is Reagan, and he's probably the most famous person I ever met. Oh, over cool. in Birmingham, Alabama. He came through years ago, 83, I think, 82, wow. and I met. I got to meet him. So no, wow. I didn't sign anything or anything. We just talked for a moment, but I loved him. And, yeah, he, he reminds me of him a lot. But yeah. also, I want to tell you, I cannot get the visual of him peak being chased. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Great to talk. Now we gotta go. It's four o'clock. Look out!
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. the cover with Pete Davidson Flounder 403. It's nice to have you board on a Thursday. Little U2 action here. 1991, U2 went to number one on the American album chart with Octone Baby. <laughs> Featuring one zoo station, the fly, and even better than the real thing. Mm. None of which I've ever heard. Mysterious ways you've heard. You've oh, heard mysterious a- ways, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, That's I don't a know it. Zoo album. station. What's that? This is Zoo Station. Zoo Station. Zoo Station? I, I never heard Their of best that. album right yes. here. This is I'll be damned. Octung Baby. That's kind of a spicy title. They took a 180-degree turn after from the, the last one they did was Rattle and Hum, I think, before Octung Which Baby. I love, too. Yeah, it was a great album. B.B. King the was B.B. King duet they, they did with B.B. playing a really? guitar and singing. That's a great song. Love comes to town. And now Love what do you mean they, they did a whole 180 switcheroo? What do you, what do you mean? It was I a get, live... It wasn't that. They just kind of they did a lot more, I don't want to say electronic elements, but they, they kind of researched and they got into the European dance scene at the time and some in electronic Berlin, music and stuff like I mean, that. They were in Berlin doing really? the album. Yeah. Cool. Brian Eno was the producer. Who did Brian Eno was famous for doing David Bowie stuff. Aha. Well, Ziggy and the boys. Huh? Which is funny because Eno also did The Unforgettable Fire, yep. which a lot of people they were kind of, it, it has great hits on it. But the whole second side is kind of like, whatever. Never heard of it. I swear to you, I don't know anything. I, I mean, you got, I, I'm, just, I'm embarrassed when you guys know. You, you can name the, the the cuts on some album from 1991. What was the song about Martin Luther King that was such a huge hit on Unforgettable Fire? Uh, Not Sunday, Bloody Sunday. No, no, uh, no. It's the one about Martin Luther King. Dadgummit. <laughs> Somebody else. You've heard the song. You've heard the I'll song. I'll bet I Because it was one of the bigger, I'll bigger bet hits. I have. Uh, on this day in history, in 1931, Henry Ford makes his last Model A. 1931, production stops so the factory can retool to start making the Ford V8 in 1932. So he only made Italian cars for a while there. The Model A, the Model A, a the Model A. And by the way, little deuce coop. Little 1932 deuce is the deuce of 32. That's what that means. Really? I yeah. did not know that. Little deuce scoop is a 1932 Ford. I've never actually sat and thought of, as to what that meant. Yeah. Little deuce Little coupe. deuce coupe. 1932. Yeah. I still don't get it. There you are. Well, that's... Coupe has two doors. Yeah. Yeah. Sedan has four. Is that what... Uh, well, yeah. Give yeah, her a show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's answering the phone not live on the air. I like it. Or just trying to distract me. <laughs> oh, by the way, I love my stinking iPad. Uh, although I got a problem. I mean, it's beautiful. I love the, beautiful. I mean, the picture is, is gorgeous. 
What, we have a call? Tell him, tell him. What? The name of the song is called Pride. What is? Can you play it for him? Because yeah. everyone, he's What, what song it. are you talking about? The Martin Luther King song on oh, YouTube. Oh, all right, let's play, yeah, play a little bit of it. He's got top men working on it as we speak. All right, we'll do well, I, I love my iPad. We just, I just, the company actually got me this iPad. Oh, I know this song. Everybody yeah. knows this song. If the drums are fantastic. Yeah. It's called Pride. I've never heard a disc jockey say the word pride anywhere near this song. Pride, pride in the name of love. In the name of love. Well, they've not, I've never heard a disc jockey ever introduce the song with this title. And now Pride in the Name of Love by U2. Never. Really? They know it, They don't do it. They, it pops up on your radio. Huh. They No one gives titles anymore. They just play it. By the way, you've just fallen in love with the iPad? Yeah. There's rumors are they're going to just phase them out. Oh, God's <laughs> sakes. You know, so I right when you get comfortable app. with everything uh, you know, and all the app I'm buying. Gonna, I'm and... going to get an app and time I put into my wrist. I'm going to have it's a, coming. I'm gonna it's an coming. app. I'm it's gonna, I'm, I know I'm going to have it just glued right into my wrist bone, and so I can just do an app on my freaking arm. You know what the great thing is? And by the way, if we ever Jeez. do a Skynet again, I'm going to tell you about what's coming on for your hand. But there's that show on Amazon called Upload, which is set in the future, yeah. a few years of the future. Yeah. Uh, and basically, their phone is, if you do your fingers like this, the phone appears between your fingers here. If you flick your, your yeah. finger Thumb to, if you put your finger and thumb together, like to make an O, and then you flick the thing, your forefinger up away from your thumb, yeah. like a the flicking, phone appears, the and, phone if, ap- and if, you can see it in your in the hole yeah. in your finger and your, in your, your thumb. Your phone, your phone is like right here, it's but not, it's not actually there. No, it's it's a hologram. Well, how, where does it come from, though? It, I mean, well, how far do you have to be from You probably some machine? have something in this finger and something in this thumb. Oh, my God. And which, by so the way. you plant things in yeah. your finger and thumb. The Apple Watch. Yeah. Have you seen the ads for it? Where no. they sit there and they do this and oh, they turn yeah. it on and, you and can off? Change it on. Yeah. yeah. I don't like this. I don't like any of it and I don't want it. <clears throat> I'm fine. I don't want no, it. No, sir. I don't go. like it. I know, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, by the way, now, Flounder, for, uh, like right now, I, I'm on my iPad and I'm, I just opened my Facebook page. Holy cow, this is beautiful. Great. The, the picture is astounding. Quality. Well, you got to look at the picture you've been looking at on your phone for the past. How long with all those cracks and stuff? I know. Well, you can't even see the face of my phone. <laughs> but now let me ask you a question. But I know I can open up Facebook here. But when I go home tonight, am I going to be able to open up Facebook in I my need, house? I, I need to connect. That needs to connect with your internet at home, and I need to figure out the. So do I have to have it near the internet and I take it up to my Wi-Fi box or something? Maybe or, one thing you try doing is put put your phone next to it. Sometimes the devices connect. Really? No, I can do it right now. No, 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 because no, you're not at home. Oh, so if I go home. And, and, and open it up and just put it next to it? Do you think it'll I, collect I, it? Try and, fu- and let me know. I'm not sure. Sometimes they do that. that will, I, will I know if it does it, or will it, if, it, will it work I, if I try to get Facebook if you, and it'll if work? You try and get on, because if you get on, you'll have Internet. If you Excellent. can't get on, you won't have okay. Internet. All right, sorry, folks. Didn't mean to distract everybody, but I'm very, I mean, it's just beautiful. This thing is beautiful. It is. It's a wonder. It's gorgeous. It's a wonder. And now, I don't, I don't like the fact that I have to kind of hold it to... Would you, you know, watch movies and TV shows on that? I probably would. I yeah. might. I'm, I, I may. I may very. Take well. it on the now, plane. Can I do that? Take it on the plane to Denver. And now, how do you get movies on this? Well, there's YouTube is on there. I mean, you can watch movies on YouTube. There's the, the Netflix Net, app. You could get the Netflix app on that. Can you put it on there for him? Yeah, but he's got to create an account and all that. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I'll get a nine-year-old to come in here and do this. <laughs> if you guys are busy. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you can download can you it and set it up for you, yeah. Okay. Well, may, I should do something. You should that. at least do now, Netflix. I, can I, now, can I use this on a plane, or is this yes. one of their bullcrap things no. where you t- hang up your phone crap? At first, you may have to turn it off, but then once you're up there, you can turn it back on. Okay. 
All right. Well, this is very exciting. Don't wave it around and brandish it. But just... No, somebody will uh, try to get it from you. By the way, uh, be fun. Uh, Flounder says I should start paying more attention to YouTube yes, again because you it's been a while. Yes, so I, so I, went on yeah. I went on there. And the first thing I see is they're yelling at each other. Uh, Sophia <laughs> saying, F you, Kathy. Oh, God. And, we go. uh, and half of them say they want more. Taylor Swift, and the other one said it's got to be a Taylor Swift no-fly zone. Well, no, we don't. I, I, I mean, I love talking about uh, relationships and things because I think the world's going to hell. I think people, I think people are doing it wrong. I don't think people are dating the right way. I don't think people are looking for the right person. And I, I, it's just, and you know, and in my stage of my life, I'm living vicariously through anybody. So, Swatoon's on the line. Four ten, Swatoon is on the radio with a Kipper Feed Flounder. Hey, my friend, how's it going? Welcome aboard. Uh, what's up, Cameron? Hey, I heard the rumors this morning from the different radio show about you dating somebody's mom. <laughs> oh, that's uh, what it was. Hector. Yeah, it was, no, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Tug who was talking about me going out with his mother. And I'm and, yes. I, 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 and I'm thinking to myself, boy, wouldn't that be funny some night if he comes home from work or from going out to dinner, <laughs> and I'm sitting there on the couch with my tongue in her mouth, you know, what I mean? smoking a cigarette. <laughs> they also said that the flounder chew granola for you so you can eat it because if you bite granola, you fall apart. Uh, did, did you granola. a what? A cannoli? Granola bar. Granola. Oh, granola. Oh, that's right. I heard him talking about granola bars. Yeah, because I need. So I mean, yeah. I can eat it. Oh my God. Yeah, they're having a good time with the camera. There's morning and flounder too i guess for a while yeah. <laughs> and also i heard that about me that you want to go into foxy hall or something with me I was like, no no I'm no the I'm fighting no 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 in, in the army they call it they call it a foxhole if you have to dig a hole to fight the enemy they call it a foxhole not a foxy hole and in the marines it's a fighting hole it's a fighting hole you get into so anyway you Isn't no it, you're out of it entirely uh, to him. you're okay where it's all right my friend <laughs> I, th I thought marines and army are the same thing I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. Boy, that really hurts you know, for a friend of mine. <laughs> All right, I got to go. You're killing me. All right, man. 412, get out of here. I love it. Uh, uh, by the way, the uh, the three girl presidents of the Penn and uh, Harvard and whatever. Oh, oh, Flounder saw this picture of you. Now, somebody's come up with a, a T-shirt using the... A great T-shirt with the Harvard, I guess it's a maroon logo that have Harvard University, only it says Hamas University. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Anyway, some of these girl presidents, and they're all chicks. Yeah. And they're all chicks, and and everybody went nuts about their answers to whether that they condemn and whether whether there's a student policy against calling for someone to be uh, uh, murdered and uh, wiped off the genocide. face of the earth, genocide. Uh, well, now uh, the University of Penn president Liz M uh, McGill is uh, falling all over her tampons trying to explain herself, uh, saying, oh, there was a moment uh, I was asked if a call for genocide would violate our policies. I was focused on our long-standing policies. Uh, the speech alone is not punishable. I was I should have been focused on the fact that a call for genocide is this enemy. Now they're trying to explain themselves because everybody's going nuts, including members of the Jewish community who have been supporting these people for decades. And members of the boards of their directors and, 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 and the people who are supporting them. And so they're, and now they're all coming up with a, you know, what I meant to say was, you know, still, it's not working, ladies. It's not working. By the way, coming up, uh, dissing a, a Jewish woman who just wanted to use the bathroom. Coming up next with the Carapete and Flounder, 413. 106.3.
I don't have. Yeah, I don't. I don't see my. Uh, uh, do I have uh, my photo? I wouldn't have my photo thing in here. Would I from my phone? No, because your phone is not synced to that. Okay, because so, I yeah. Uh, okay. I can check with Mike and see if we can do that. Because otherwise, I can look at all my. I can I do all my uh, horse videos and picture stuff on this instead of my phone. If yeah, I have I'll on my check iPad. with Mike in the morning. Oh, excellent! Yeah, thanks, man. I, uh, Kim Pete and Flounder, how's it going? Four twenty. I call drinking um, at uh, one zero six three, and this is uh, the police. So oh, play a little uh, police. You're fine. Walking on the Moon. It was on the stage 1979. The police had their second British number one single, Walking on the Moon, taken from their second album, Regatta de Blanc, or de Blanc, I guess, probably. The video for the song filmed at the Kennedy Space Center, interspersed with NASA footage. And uh, Walking on the Moon, I guess, was about the moonshot and... I never, I just, I don't care for this kind of music. It's a, a kind of electronic. It's not, well, it's, it's not pretty. It's not harmony. It's not, it's just, you know, annoying. I would say it sounds very Caribbean to me, the police. Well, yeah, they got the, uh, you know, they use that, the, the uh, bongo drum things and stuff, the Caribbean kind of the doink sound. <laughs> you know, their drummer is fascinating. Stuart Copeland, whose father was a CIA agent, by the way. Huh. Uh, it was the only American of the group. The other two were British. There's three of them. And Stuart Copeland does a YouTube channel where he sits behind his drums, and he's an amazing drummer, percussionist, one of my favorites. And people ask him questions like, was Ringo a great drummer? And he said, not only would we talk about how he was perfect for the Beatles, but he starts playing and showing you what and made him style. so good and stuff. Really? And they ask him questions like that, and he just goes through all this stuff. You learn so much just listening to the guy. Cool. Very cool. Our birthday list, Sarah Bareilles, the singer, uh, Gravity Brave. Remember the song Brave? It was a big hit. Love song. Sarah Bareilles is 44 today. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. On this day in history, 1972, America's sixth and final moon mission, Apollo 17 in 1972, took off from Cape Canaveral, Florida, on this day 51 years ago. Uh, 422 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder, 404-71-1230. Oh, by the way, we just saw some the latest polling on the uh, Republican presidential candidates. Uh, 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 Lard Boy uh, Christie is at 2%, and Vivek is down to what? Was it 4 or 4. 6%? Per- 4%. Yeah. Popularity, and I think he hurt himself. I think last night, I, I, I don't, I don't think his attack stuff is working. I, I, I don't think, I don't like the fact that he's attacking Nikki Haley so personally. I mean, it's pretty, you know, pretty ballsy when he says he holds up a sign that says she's corrupt. Yeah, it's not playing well with the older I don't Republican think, I, I crowd. Don't, I, I, and it's like, and in fact, somebody here in my, I got it somewhere. Uh, somebody said, I don't know whether it was Christie or someone said, uh, "You are forgotten." Oh, here we go. Um, a third GOP, con- a GOP consultant, talking about who won. Uh, the G- uh, one GOP consultant, Rob Ryan, called the attacks on Nikki Haley by DeSantis and Ramaswamy an embarrassment to the Republican Party. They obviously never heard of Ronald Reagan's eleventh commandment: "Thou shalt not speak ill of any fellow Republican." Their attacks on her have backfired. They don't learn from the I Democrats. I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, 423. Now, this is a bizarre story. A place in Oakland called Farley's East. Three workers at this uh, uh, company, 
It's, I guess it's a, is it a restaurant? I guess sandwich a, place, a, a, maybe? Sandwich place, restaurant type place. Uh, three workers at the uh, Farley's East in Oakland, California, stood in front of the bathroom and told a very upset, distressed woman filming them that she had to leave. The woman keeps saying, I want to go to the bathroom. They tell her it's private property. The, the problem was what was inside the bathroom, and she found some uh, a graffiti that was really racist and anti-Jewish. And, and do we have a little soundbite of her, uh, the inner reaction when the workers tried to keep her from going back into the bathroom because they didn't want her taking pictures of what they had put in there. Private property. I, I won't be going to, to the restroom. I do need you to leave. I know Israel loves taking private property and saying it's their own, but we got to head. You're not going to let me go to the restroom, so I need you to leave. We have another no, I want to use this one. You're not. They're not letting me use All you have to get is a video of it saying that, and that Zionism is Why are you afraid? If you agree with it, why are you afraid that they will take a picture of it? Oh, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid of it? Then why are you not letting me in? Because you're. This is. Yeah. 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 Free Palestine. Free Palestine. It's always. Please leave. Thank you. It's always. Yeah. Great. Free Palestine. Now, please leave. Free Palestine. It's always great. They call it Palestine. They call it Palestine. Palestine. Uh, and and I, I, we, I heard the sound, but you may not have heard it in the because it was kind of low. The one worker actually said, I know Israel loves taking private property and saying it's their own. Did you hear that? Yeah, I, I heard it. that sound bite. Yeah, that was the gay man. There's a gay man, an Asian woman, and a rather a big, large huge, thing. Huge. Uh, uh, <laughs> probably not a, a Wearing gender, masks, you know. too. Still wearing masks. Uh, wow. If you're afraid of the graffiti, why are you afraid I'll take a picture of it? I mean, it's just, here, here we go. It's just so, it, it's so out of the open. It's so clear and obvious. Yeah. And a black woman walks up. I don't know if she's whose side she's on, but there you have have three genres basically you yeah, have a gay man an asian woman and a rather yeah. large obese woman Looked, I, we think either a tranny or definitely yeah. uh not a, a linebacker well, yeah. if, if you said anything about their group say we'd be oh, ballistic yeah. oh what yeah. do you mean you you know you're giving my right pronoun or something right. but they think it's okay to attack the the middle-aged right. jewish lady because right. she's jewish we can do what we want with her yeah Again, the anti-Semitism, all this started as soon as, the, as soon as you use the word Jew. Jewish people are now, but if you, again, the business with all these attacks, you know, from the river to the sea. If you said river to the sea for black people, or river to the sea for gays, or river to the sea for trannies, you think you'd be allowed on campus? I hope Jewish people are realizing that all these decades that they were told and taught to hate people on the right, that we were the ones out to get them. you got to realize it's the Democrats yeah. and the lefties and the liberals who have always historically been out to get you everywhere from Russia to Germany to every, even here now. And the only people who got your back and the only people that seem they don't want to actually kill you right now yeah. are the Reagan people, the MAGA people, the Republicans, the conservatives, and the Christian right. And Donald Trump, who actually has Jewish people in his family whom he loves and adores uh, and who also moved the freaking embassy in, uh, to Jerusalem when every other president was a coward enough to do it. Right. I mean, come, what more do you want? Every one of these protesters you see out there is a Democrat. Every one. Nobody in those crowds has ever voted Republican. They're not going to. I mean, why would you support them? Why would you support the people who support them? Hell, we just had that slime bag pus face from Michigan who came on once again uh, saying stop the slaughter by the Israelis. 
by the Israelis. Too many Palestinian mm. children are dying, and the uh, the slaughter by the by the Jews. Say the same thing you say to people that say we shouldn't have dropped the two bombs on Japan. Then don't start a war. Yeah, that's right. Leave us alone. F around and find out. That's right. Pull the pull the chain, baby. Uh, uh, poke the bear. <laughs> the bear. Uh, and, and, and in Oakland, that was in uh, in Oakland. By the way, that was a, a, a company in Oakland. Oakland. Uh, a, a group. A, a story number two. Oakland, California. Right now, dozens of public school teachers in Oakland hold unauthorized lessons in support of the Palestinians, including a coloring book that brands Israelis. Zionists. Teachers. The event organized by activists within the local teachers union in Oakland. The first lesson for upper elementary school students is titled Part A, Where is Palestine? What is Zionism? The coloring book features a Palestinian character who says, quote, a group of bullies called Zionists wanted our land, so they stole it by force and hurt many people. Oh, my God. Color this in now. Oh, my God. There are art lessons, films, appreciation of Palestinian music and food and poetry. Wait, wait a minute. They have music <laughs> and poetry know. and civilization? Uh, the teachers see the curriculum as a, a corrective to the educational materials that are so pro-Jew in our public schools. So this is a way to correct the what? pro-Jewish uh, what? Uh, curriculum. What pro-Jewish pro stuff in the curriculum? Cur yeah. Well, I, yeah, we've really supported the Jews in public education all these years, haven't we? The only Jewish indoctrination <laughs> I got in fifth grade, one of my favorite teachers was Ms. Green. And she was a wonderful teacher, a wonderful person. And it was the first Jewish person I think. No, no, our neighbors were Jewish, so I can take that back. She was like the third Jewish person I'd ever and met. She did teach you about Jewish things in class. No, and stuff? not well. Well, we talked about religion every once in a while, but it's only to to teach about it, yeah. not to indoctrinate you into it. Yeah. As opposed to what they're doing on the opposite end right now. Right. It's un it's unbelievable. This is happening. This is real. This is in our schools. They're, they're here. They're teachers. They're doing this to your children. My God. 4.30, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? <laughs> hey, I'm afraid to ask. This <laughs> was a huge hit. <laughs> Guy's name is Carl Douglas. 1974, he hit that big chart. Number one in the singles in 1974, Kung Fu Fighting. Everybody knew their part. What a goofy song. Everybody was Kung Fu Fighting. Fast as lightning. The song was recorded in 10 minutes. And it started out as a B-side just to have it on there. And it sold 10 million records. There's a T-shirt you can buy now that says, Surely not everyone was Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me sure. Our birthdays include C. Thomas Howell. I know the name. I looked him up. In fact, I just looked him up. I Googled him on my iPad. And great oh, big you, picture. Oh. I, I'm really excited about looking things on my stupid iPad. You're so pretty. I'm so pretty. Uh, C. <laughs> Thomas Howell is 57. Uh, and it says here, this is Flounder's guy, as opposed to mine writing this down. C. Thomas Howell, 57. He will always be Pony Boy, stay gold. Was that the, the in, Outsiders? The outs, he was in The Outsiders. He was in Red Dawn. 
He was in Soul Man. That's the one he'll always be remembered for and probably ended his career. He pretended to be black, and they black-faced really? him. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, my God. Not good. He was also married to Ray Don Chong for a year. Ah. 1989 to 1990. The one you like from That's, Quest for Fire. Oh, mercy me. I don't think she ever said a word in that, did she? No. She uh, grunted a lot. Moaned a little bit. She grunted a lot. And by the way, she she discovered Chris Pratt. He was a waiter in Hawaii, and she thought he was funny. Really? Said you should get into acting. So he picked up and moved to L.A. I'll be damned. Yeah. Cool. Oh, we got a phone call? A uh, phone call. Let's get to the phones. Joel. Boy. Joel's on the right. Hey, Joel, you're on the radio, man. What's up? Hey, great. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. So I'm going to go back last week when you were talking about that uh, Elton John show in 1974 where John Lennon showed up at that concert. Yeah. So if I he was, made number I one, he'd show up. Yeah. front row center for that. I slept out two days for it. And it was really amazing. The show is over. The lights went off. You know, encore was coming. All of a sudden... There's this guy standing in front of me. The spotlight goes on, and it's John Lennon. And the reason why he showed up there is he had a bet with Elton John that if his single, whatever, get you through the night, went to number one, yeah. he'd come and be a special guest star. And it was pretty unbelievable. And you were front row center? I, I In New York, you know, you're talking about in the 70s where you could actually sleep out for tickets yeah. and get front yeah. row. I was one of the, honestly, kings of New York between 1970 and 1979. I lived on the streets of Madison Square Garden, <laughs> getting first shows to the greatest rock shows. The Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, The Who, The Stones. I mean, you name it, wow. I was there. And I want to answer your Led Zeppelin question. Yeah. They never put out singles. You know, they had a real crafty manager, Peter Grant. They didn't do singles. They wanted people to buy the whole record. They wanted to hear everything. Just don't buy whole lot of love or stay away to heaven you know because they're not a pop band they're a rock band yeah. by the record they were kind of smart like that actually yeah yeah <laughs> well apparently worked i mean yeah. you got yeah great hey thanks i really appreciate it what a great story man have a great day uh 438 with the camera pete and flounder hell of a start you, all of a sudden the lights come on there's john lennon right in front of you can you imagine Jeez. i mean imagine i just i don't know where that came that from. that would be one of the concerts they say you could go back and, and hear a concert it would be the beatles man in a place where you could hear them yeah yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe go back to, to Hamburg and catch them when they were raw and see them there in their leathers. That's and where do- they learned how to be a yeah. band. They that- learned how to deal with crowds and you know, where, setting up their stuff and being on stage. And you, There's a movie called Backbeat about that time. You'd probably like really? it. Really? Yeah. Backbeat? It's about the Beatles in Hamburg. Yeah. I'll be yeah, that's when they really learned how to, how to do it. Um, uh, speaking of uh, personalities and uh, singer-type people, Sean Diddy Combs is really getting blasted, and he's kind of fighting back. He says, now, wait a minute. He's being accused of another sexual mm-hmm. assault. And he says, all right, that's enough. Enough is enough. Uh, Sean Diddy Combs sued by an unidentified woman saying that he raped her when she was a teenager. She says she was sexually assaulted by Combs and the president of his entertainment company, Harvey Pierre, along with a third guy when she was 17. PTD says, enough, enough, that's a lie. I've sat silently to buy the assassinate my character, destroy my reputation, my legacy. The teenager says she met Pierre and an unidentified third person in Michigan, and they convinced her to travel with them to New York City. They took her to Diddy. They took her on a private jet, Diddy's recording studio, where she was given drugs and alcohol when she was 17. She then says she was sexually assaulted by all three at the recording studio. 
Uh, they called that uh, her lawyer calls it sex trafficking, plying her with drugs and booze, transporting her by private jet to New York where she was gang raped, scarred for life. That's one girl. Number two, his former girlfriend named Cassie, Cassandra Ventura, endured a decade of P. Diddy's violent behavior and disturbed demands. Uh, they have decided to resolve the matter amicably. And he wants to thank her and the families for getting together to uh, settle this second mm-hmm. assault case. A week later, P. Diddy Combs hit with another lawsuit filed a few days ago in New York City by Joy Dickerson Neal. She says P. Diddy drugged her, sexually assaulted her, and abused her while she was attending Syracuse University. Uh, she met him through mutual friends who went on a date, the musician, during a school break where he intentionally drugged her. She says after dinner, P. Diddy took her to his recording studio, then to a place he was staying and sexually assaulted her there. She claims P. Diddy recorded their non-consensual sexual encounter and distributed it, making her a victim of revenge porn. She's seeking monetary compensation for her mental and emotional injury and distress. And, uh, and now, that was another one, now we got another one. Lisa Gardner, November 23rd, filed a lawsuit against P. Diddy for battery and sexual assault. She met him while traveling to New York to visit friends in the 90s. Uh, attending event hosted by MCA Records, Gardner and a friend joined Diddy and his friend Aaron Hall for an after party. While there, she says Gardner alleged that she was coerced into having sex with P. Diddy, and then she was raped by the other guy right after that. Days later, P. Diddy apparently violated her at a home she was staying at with a friend, and she wants a trial by jury. Well, that's the big question. Diddy. Just, oh, ah. Did he pee? Did he? Uh... <laughs> I guess there's a lot of questions. I mean, holy mackerel. I, I love the fact that he's, he says, enough. enough. Like, that's going to stop it? Yeah, that'll stop it. Uh, by the way, I almost didn't want to do this story, but just a, a word to the wise, and maybe if you have um, uh, kids who do this kind of thing, uh, just uh, maybe pass along to them that terrible things can happen. Uh, a horrible story of a terrible accident involving a Gainesville High School baseball player, Jeremy Medina, 18 years old. He was at a batting cage with his buddies November 20th, and uh, Jeremy apparently leaned into the net of a batting cage at the same time the batter swung the bat in the cage, and his follow-through hit Jeremy in the head. It was no, no horseplay, no misconduct. It was totally an accident. There was, nobody knew it. He, would just, he poked his head in to take a look and got hit on the, on the backswing, hit him in the head. And the problem was that he, it caused such severe neurological damage that he couldn't breathe. And the lack of oxygen got into his brain, and he was in a coma. And they, uh, the other day, they pronounced him brain dead. So the family at Northeast Georgia Medical Center uh, declared him brain dead by neurological criteria. His uh, driver's license—he's uh, 18 years old—and his driver's license lists him as an organ donor. And so his family and friends are performing an honor walk with Jeremy's body when it is taken to the operating room for the organ donation procedure. Still to be determined in the future. Uh, severe neurological damage, uh, no oxygen. And uh, the father says we're a family of faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. And again, this is a, what talk about a freak accident. Good mm. Lord. He was at the batting cage having fun with his buddies and turned his head in and got, and boom. So again, I only say it because it just 
you know, be careful. And I, I, who, who would have thought about it? I mean, who, I would never, you know, I just, it's something you don't think about. So I now hope maybe you, I don't when know. You, you watch ball games and you see guys swinging bats in the dugout and everything. Well, and we've I got, cringe every guy, time. The Atlanta Brave guy did it, and they keep talking to him. There was one, we have one guy who kept swinging around all the time, and they kept saying he kept hitting the catchers in the head when the back swing. No, I'm talking in the dugout. Not the Braves, oh, but well, just just guys yeah. swinging in the dugout. It's like yeah, that's true. Off. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, let's see, a four four, almost about four forty five. Uh, let's oh, let's do let's do the story. In the, uh, this incredible story and good, although he only got uh, a, 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 a not enough term. California, a wife beater, got sentenced after pummeling his wife in the head, and luckily. Uh, it happened when his nine-year-old son had the wherewithal to grab a cell phone and start videotaping his daddy beating mommy. The videotape lasted six minutes, repeatedly pummeling his wife in the face and in the head. Uh, one of the kids tries to protect their mom, shielding her with his hands, and the father slaps his daughter on the leg and tells her to get back out of the way and starts keeps beating his wife. And then he turned and forced her to lay face down on the carpet, laying in blood. Uh, by the way, the deputies finally got there, and he denied he did anything. Of course, they arrested him. Turns out that the, fa- the guy and his wife and one of the children were all drunk. What? Yeah. And one of the kids. For the record, he had no criminal record, but the judge gave him the maximum sentence of now. wife beating, which was only four years. But he got the max because of he, he was so brutal. The nine-year-old kid videoed it on the phone. A good use of a cell phone. I should have just shot him in the eye. Quarter of five with the Kipper Pete and Flounder. More coming up. And a phone call with the Kipper Pete and Flounder. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Look out. How's it going? It's only me. 449 with the Kipper Pete and Flounder. In the USSR, 1968, the Beatles' White Album started a seven-week run at number one in Britain. The double set was the first on the Apple label, featured back in the USSR, Dear Prudence and the Harrison song, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Uh, the Beatles. They were mocking the Beach Boys, basically. Really? Yeah. I thought they were all buddies. They were kind of buddies, but they were kind of mocking. Were they smoking too. dope together, or was that somebody else? Wasn't that the they were big maybe. Brian Wilson fans. I yeah. know that. Yeah. They were smoking dope with Dylan. Dylan, yeah. Bob and Dylan. everybody else. And everybody else, too. <laughs> um, our uh, birthday list includes uh, a name you may not know, Patrick Fabian. But if you watched Better Call Saul, he's 59. Patrick Fabian was the blonde lawyer and member of the partner of the law oh, firm. Oh, yeah, good actor. Who had a bad ending when the uh, Mexican fellow came in to visit uh, uh, Better Call Saul and his girlfriend, Kim. They kept telling him, you, you need to leave, you yeah, need you to need leave. To go. you need to go. I had the phone working, though. Anyway, uh, so he's 59. Patrick Fabian, the actor, 59. And on this day in history, 1999, Napster gets its walking papers the recording industry files a lawsuit against the file sharing service Napster, charging copyright infringement. Duh! <laughs> they give you free music for people who you know you didn't have to pay for it, and so they were eventually shut down. Two thousand and one, uh, again started nineteen ninety nine. By the following July, Napster was gone, shut down. There you go. Got a phone uh, call. Uh, we have a phone call. Uh, 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 great to have you. Who is it? Chris. Chris is on the road. Hey, Chris, how's it going? What's up? Hey, what's going on, Kimmer? Yes, sir. Love, love your show, and uh, this this is more 
uh, toward Pete. Yeah. Because Pete, Pete has been to, uh, to Honolulu and been to the Arizona Memorial. The Pearl Harbor Memorial, Arizona. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's a better yeah. person. Than I'm I a better know. American. Clearly a better American and a better person yeah. than, than, than I would be. I think you need to go. Yeah, I should I should go right now. In fact, I, I, in fact, you should make a plan. I'll, show you, I, I'll tell you what, boy. Why don't I just go ahead right now? I'll just go ahead and I'll see if I can maybe get an, you know, like an arrangement to get a flight out there. Hey, maybe I can leave right now if you can I'll, take I'll, over for me. <laughs> what? I, I was calling up Pete. Yeah. Because I, I admire Pete. Well, I went to the memorial. <laughs> Thank you. He did what? I, I went to the memorial, and you oh, didn't. Well, I, I'm j- I'm not a good person. No, he, I'm a, he went to the memorial. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, I wish you could. Yeah, I, I have to. Yeah. I, I, I just wanted to to tell you that. Uh, back in 2012, I, I was in in Honolulu yeah. at uh, Pearl Station at Pearl Hickam. For, oh no, uh, kidding, Hickam. Yeah, Air Pearl Force Base uh, yeah. for six weeks, and got to go out there, and it was funny. And, and Pete would remember this: that there is a uh, display of the the uh, the, the ship's um, anti uh, anti aircraft guns. Uh huh. There's a display of them. Cool. And I get a picture of them but i couldn't because it's honolulu is full of japanese which there is no problem uh but it there was a uh like a 70 something year old yeah. japanese grandmother yeah. and her she was daughter scouting and their their daughters yeah. and it was like three generations <laughs> yeah there's three generations on this display of the um, and the air, aircraft guns. Yeah. So, and I just wanted to get I, I wanted to get a picture yeah. of mm-hmm. the So tell me get the hell out of the way or what? I mean, you know Tora Tora Tora. Yeah. No. Yeah. I thought how ironic is this? Yeah, there I you mean, go. Picture, and, and it's like that's the best picture I've ever <laughs> I would think so. I would absolutely think so. <laughs> and then Elvis Costello came by. <laughs> well go time. But anyway, thank yeah. thank you for having your show. I love you guys. Thanks, man. And y'all have a good night. Thank you Bye. so much. And a Merry Christmas to you in advance, sir. Five Kim, four, you can four. put an end to this right now. I if you will pledge before will God pledge. and America. I swear to you, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to go over there and get there. Go right on there. I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to. hop right on. I'm going to, they're going to put me under arrest because I'm going to be on the display. And they're going to say, get off there, mister. That's what they're going to tell me. Uh, five, four fifty four. Did it even cross your mind to go when you were? I was there? not there. I wasn't anywhere. I couldn't say, "Hey, honey, forget our." You know, I've been at the wharf, you know, for uh, ten months or whatever it was. But you know, why don't we uh, go take a look at this over here instead of getting into my freaking room? You know, and uh, anyway, uh, I bet she went. I was a newlywed. In fact, in fact, want you a little funny story? It's sure, not a funny story. Uh, my my uh, starter wife, my favorite ex-wife, the one who did actually love me, uh, was uh, was very shy and old-fashioned girl and stuff. And we were, you know, the first virgins together, kind of deal, stuff like that. Anyway, uh, so when I got there, when you when when, they, when you come back, when you get off the plane from Vietnam and you get into into, into Hawaii. And you're coming through the lobby. All of the wives wait, or, and girlfriends who are waiting for their guys are right there. All, there's a swarm, and they're all running and racing and racing. And I didn't see my wife. And I, and I kept walking through the crowd and walking through the crowd and walking through the crowd. 
and she was in the way sitting uh, in a chair in the way back because she didn't want she was she didn't want to get involved in the in the uh, public uh, enthusiasm of the something it was too it was too private or too uh, personal or something. She didn't want to be seen with you. Is that what she you're... didn't want to be seen with me? It's an incredible story. No, and so and so I had to go find her. You know, and find. But it was oh. just it was it was just she wanted it to be private. She wanted it to be good for her. Know, yeah. So anyway, but was uh, it was it private? Uh, for a while there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so private you couldn't find time to go to the USS Arizona. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, ouch! All right, God. You next time make a note. You have to electrocute me. Four fifty-five. What do we miss? This is a gentleman by the name of Joe Coy. He's a Asian guy, extremely funny. Mike sent it to me, and I've, I think I've played. I, I think I've sent it to you guys off air, but I've never played it on air. So Excellent. Uh-oh. Here we go. This is Joe Coy, uh, kind of explaining how you can always identify with Asians. Oh, cool. There's a way you can tell Asians apart from other Asians. Only if they have accents. When a Korean person talks, they sound like they've been smoking weed all day. (laughs) When a Japanese man talks, it comes from diaphragm. (laughs) Japanese woman doesn't matter if she's 12 years old or 75 years old. They always sound 12 years old. Vietnamese, I love Vietnamese people. Vietnamese people sound like they've been doing cocaine their whole life. Vietnamese people sound like they're in a car far away and they drive by you real fast when they're talking to you. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> 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 All those samurai movies. You know, like this. <laughs> well, I, I even like it when they when they have to when they they can't keep the lip sync together. Oh, look, look, a monster. <laughs> the Godzilla movie is still moving when the words are <laughs> stopped already. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy! Uh, Four fifty-seven. By the way, speaking of ethnic, th- eth- eth- ethnic things, I've kind of taken this the wrong way, I'm sure. Um, but uh, President Stupid Face uh, showers with daughter has now told Native American nations gathered for a summit that he's working to heal the wrongs of the past. So to heal the wrongs of the past. President Showers with Daughter made it easier for indigenous people to access federal funding and has uh, allowed the Haudenosaunee Confederacy tribe to compete under its own flag in the 2028 Olympics in the sport of lacrosse, which they invented. So in order to help the Indians for all the past discretions, he's allowing this tribe to compete under their own flag in the Olympics in uh, five years. That's awful white of him. Isn't that and so wonderful of him? Uh, the the tribute, the thing you can do to help all the Indians for the 200, 300 years of the uh, abuse and and lies. <laughs> yeah, I say give them back the Dakotas. Well, wait a minute. Wouldn't that? I think that'd be freaking hysterical. I swear to God, if if I were running for president, I would say, you know what? We're giving back the Dakotas. <clears throat> That's a lot of oil and gas. You well, they hand that, back that, over. That, there. That, we'll make a deal. You know, we get. We, you know, they have to sell to us or whatever. But but frankly, we you know we stole yeah. it from them. It, it, true. it was our president Grant said. Oh, by the way, uh, we're going to change our. It was uh, Goldilocks. Our he yeah. did it. Oh, well, Custer. Custer uh, screwed uh, it up. Armstrong Custer. 
found gold in them bar hills and told everybody. And then Grant said, well, now we got to change our treaty with the Indians. He went back on his word. That was a great first season of Deadwood. When uh, Ian McShane as Al yeah. Swearingen talking about how he hated Custer because he blanked everything yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was a, he was a goof. He was half nuts. Anyway, I just thought you know give him back the Dakotas. Do you see they're building that humongous stone thing of uh, Crazy Horse? Uh, is Crazy Horse no. a sitting bull? It's, oh, no, it's almost it's, oh, as big I, as I, the. Well, I do I do remember this. Uh, it wasn't it the same who started. Uh, I, I think I say who started it was the same band of a band of Booknick or somebody did uh, Stone Mountain and uh, the other one. <laughs> the Germans are all the same. Bork or Borner or something. I like don't that. know. He's probably been long dead. Yeah, I don't know about this. Anyway, but I know I've heard about it that. It looks cool. Yeah, it's a huge. It's part of the mountain actually. It's the it's the front well, part of the mountain, mountain. Is his face. Yeah, is yeah. it? Uh, five o'clock coming up here. Holy crap! A sports coming up too, and uh, actual news and the latest on Chevy Chase with an actual tumble. If you haven't heard about it, Kevin Payton Flounder right here. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. And flounder at the controls. Mm. It's Hanukkah at sundown, which is soon. Pretty soon. I, they've got, why, 30 do they close, why do they close the shade know, over it, there? It I makes you it. think it's still daylight. I hate it. I don't like it because the lights bound off the window mm. from the inside thing. So you still think mm. it's light out. I like to see what's changing. I don't know if it maybe it's just me, Flounder. Maybe uh, if you noticed it, too, that today's herp hole was just... It just rang a little hollow today for some reason. Like you weren't feeling it? Like it wasn't a full-voiced and full-throated patriot behind it this time. Well, Like it was somebody who just ignored the USS Arizona. Well, just a suck, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You know, just because I was on my R&R in Hawaii and didn't go to see the boat. I mean, God, man, I was in the it's war. I didn't have to go see someone else's war thing. The ship. The boat, You're the a ship. member of the Navy, for I'm God's sake. Yeah, the men's department of the Navy department. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> now they're turning on me. They're turning on me, I tell you. The morning crew was all over. They were talking about PTSD and how, you know, and military stuff. And he said, you know, he's a Vietnam veteran. He's going to come in here and kill all of us. Be careful. And they were they really like eight times. He's going to kill us. He's going to come in here and kill us. <laughs> Friendly face. I Friendly I face. Damn near called him. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Of the three. Yeah. You can only get two of them. Yeah. Which one would you spare? 
it might be most fun to spare the rhino just because he's so, you know, he's got so much more of the obnoxious factor that would last to the entire morning Well, show. the other two are pretty much tall gentlemen. Yeah. And rhino could hide well, pretty, he easy, might, pretty he, quick. And they say he's a fast runner. They, he's, a, he's, a, he, he's a racer. He's like one of those prairie dogs that'll he's, pop up and pop, pop up and then disappear again, back to his thing. Anyway, <laughs> God bless America. Uh, 505 with a Kibber, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, Hanukkah at sundown for eight days. And, of course, this is Pearl Harbor Day, mm-hmm. the attack on Pearl Harbor on this day in 1941, a day of infamy. In fact, you want to play that FDR thing again? Or maybe maybe a little later? We'll do uh, a little, yeah, let me find it again. Yeah, we'll do it again. We'll do it later. Don't worry about it right now. That's fine. I'm sorry. Uh, but that'll be good. Um, and um, let's see. Uh, God, what else? I was going to... What the hell was I was going to mention? Oh, I hate this. I don't know. It's just... Oh, oh a, a quick question about uh, uh, Fargo. I, I haven't finished la- the Tuesday nights yet. I haven't finished it. Okay. I haven't finished uh, it. Sorry. I saw the big fight in the house, but uh, but they're at the hospital. I'm, By the way, I'm Jennifer conf- Jason Lee is stealing every scene she's in. The grandmother, she is Is that Je- you know that, that? Yeah. She is a snake. Ooh, yeah, I'm oh, yeah. Oh, she is. A, she's, she plays. She's a rich, the powerful. Uh, and now, now, what's your relationship to John Hamm? I, I don't know yet. So that's, uh, I haven't seen I that part. I'm confused. There's something. There's something. And, and well, also the me. old don't guy. Well, we, we have both seen the part where this guy may be 500 years old, dressed in, in dead uh, waste and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Welsh I, where, and, hell, and now he's living with, he's staying, he showed up at some woman's house and she says, who are you? What are you doing here? What do you want? And he says, pancakes. And fade to black. Uh, anyway, I don't get anything. I'm very confused. Uh, but I love this series. I love this, this series. And that little star girl, I, I don't know where she's ever been in before, but I'll I, look her I up. love her. I think she's just uh, the perfect uh, star for that for the role she's doing. It's a tough chick, and you wouldn't know it looking at her. A tough and she sure Well, she's a tough chick, and she doesn't act like it or seem like it uh, until she needs to be. Anyway, uh, 404-741-1230 if you'd like to join us here in the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder Show, 507. And if you hadn't heard this, uh, if you've ever watched the years ago Saturday Night Live TV series, Chevy Chase, when he was on there, was famous for doing at the beginning of the show, especially when Gerald Ford was president. Chevy Chase would pretend to be Gerald Ford, and he'd come out on stage and fall on his face. And he did some, he used to do some really serious falls. I mean, he would really, you know, hurt himself. And it just happened uh, just last night, apparently, in Buffalo, New York. Chevy Chase is doing a basic one-man show, although he's doing it with his wife. And he shows up at these places to talk about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation series of films and so forth. And he uh, does a routine and talks about the movies, and then the audience asks him questions. And he was at the Shea Performing Arts Center in Buffalo, New York, last night. And he showed up in a wheelchair, got out of the wheelchair, started walking toward the crowd and fell off the stage for real. Mm. Of course, the crowd gasped like crazy, helped him back upwards. He said he was in good spirits. But here's the thing. Chevy Chase arrived on stage in a wheelchair. Chevy Chase is 80 years old. I can't believe it. Chevy Chase is 80. It's mind-blowing. And he says he's in amazing shape. Uh, and also, he was uh, he's in amazing health. Uh, he was pictured in a wheelchair while supporting his close friend Sylvester Stallone at the weekend show. Sylvester Stallone is doing his own uh, festive tour, uh, opening Sylvester's Rocky mem- Memorabilia Shop in Philadelphia on Sunday. 
And Chevy was there. Apparently, he's, uh, he does, he's in the comedy film franchise. And he, gets, he got to his feet to pose for pictures with 77-year-old mm. friend Sylvester Stallone. And Chevy Chase is freaking 80. I, it's Blows unbelievable. Okay, the chicken Fargo, her name is Juno Temple. And she's, she's from London. Another English actress really? they bring over here to do a Fargo accent, and she's doing great. She really hasn't been in anything big, actually. I can't remember seeing her anywhere. She was in The Dark Knight Rises. I don't know what she did. She had oh, to be a little girl at Batman the time. movie. Yeah, but the most of the stuff she's done been English stuff. So Say how old she is. She's got to be 25-ish or something. She's pretty young, I think. I don't know. Let me look it up here. She's English. And what's her name? Juno Temple. She was born in 1989. And in 2009, 19, it's 34. Well, wow. she doesn't look 34. No, she doesn't. Wow, cool. Uh, anyway, uh, 510 with the Kim Repeat and Flounder. Uh, comedy bits coming up. Also, uh, you'll hear from FDR on this day. Uh, uh, this is officially Pearl Harbor Day. It was, it, wasn't, it was not officially Pearl Harbor Day until Clinton made it in the 90s, which I find surprising. I, we all Are you know sure about that? I, I, I swear I heard that. Oh. I could look it up on my brand new iPad. You could. But I don't. I'm not going to. Uh, a quick newsy thing uh, uh, today. This happened today in the news. The House of Representatives formally censured and reprimanded Representative Jamal Bowman, the dirty, stinking, lying cheat who was on Capitol Hill. The Democrats needed more time for the House GOP's funding extension. And so on Saturday, September 30th, for the intense day of negotiation, this slimy liar, Representative Jamal Bowman of New York, a Democrat, pulled the fire alarm by going through the fire alarm door, shutting down the office building, and firing everybody out. And so they had to delay, and he got exactly what he wanted. Then he lied about it. Uh, he pretended that he was saving lives. He saw a busload of pregnant women, uh, pregnant tranny men. We were all pregnant. And he, he rushed. The, the bus was in an accident, so he ran out by himself through the door. says, I'm not waiting for the, to go through the regular door. I want to get out there fast. And he, he said he was saving lives, ladies and gentlemen. He, Mr. Bowman was saving American lives of trannies having babies. And, and, and then he pleaded guilty, and they fined him $1,000. And then they censured him, not that it's going to be anything. It goes on his permanent record. Oh, it's on his record now. <laughs> you know, we should do we should do a Chevy Chase thing. We should offer to pay, to show up. We'll if you if you give us money, we'll show up at your place and fall and do whatever you want. We'll fall. We'll talk to your friends. We'll be at the party. Question and answer session. Well, question and that's I'm best. I don't give speeches. Right. But I do questions and answers for anybody at any time. Hunter S. Thompson never gave a speech. He'd show up and just right. open it up for questions. What do you want to know? That's absolutely. That's the best thing for me, particularly because yeah. I'm not. I'm just. I'm horrible. It's just horrible. And at Flounder, I, I'll say, okay, we'll show up at your party. We'll show up at your bat mitzvah. We'll show up uh, whatever your your graduation casino we'll show up night. Your your, uh, uh, your Christmas party or your New Year's <laughs> Eve party. Eight grand. So I'll see you at the casino night later. Casino. Oh, they're having a casino night. I, yeah, you didn't hear about that. Nobody told me about it. Huh. <clears throat> That's weird. Where is? Yeah, I, I probably is, went to your company email. Well, I don't. Do I have that? <laughs> yeah. It's on your new iPad. Well, let me look that up right now. You notice there's nobody here. Well, it's the, the one guy uh, who's always here is out there. <laughs> well, that, he's a sales guy. He never leaves. He never leaves. That's Ed. Ed Kennedy's Ed? a great guy, and he is. Ed never leaves. He's right, a hard worker. What's my email thing? Is it, uh, is it a picture of See a... See at the bottom An where there's email a email is basically a system in which people can electronically uh, no, mail things. which one is to. it? I don't know which one it it's is. It's not important right now. Uh, is it one of those? One of these down here? Uh, let me see. Okay. Oh, I mean, no, wait a minute. It's got oh the mail thing. It's got to be the mail thing. I just opened the mail thing. Laura sent me a note. Uh, the holiday party saved the date. Well, we did that. By the way, it's a Christmas party, but I don't see anything here about uh, a casino night. 
Huh. I guess weird. they didn't want me to go. Which is fine, which is probably the best. Public, it'd be, it'd be you don't have there. any money. I don't have Yeah, what am I going to bet with? Uh, 5.13 <laughs> with a Kimber Peanut Fire. Good luck card. Yeah, sports coming <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, look out, 518 with a Kimmer Peaton Flounder. And coming up, I'm very excited because I have a sports history note and three sports birthdays. And now, without further ado, holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. It was on this day in 1941 that Japan took an early lead in the contest, oh, won nothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just anyway. <laughs> Can you mention any, maybe any Jewish Japanese bombers to honor Hanukkah as well as uh, the Pearl Harbor Day? I know there's a lot of Jewish people that like Japanese food. Well, sushi. there you are. So we tie it all together here with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, defending Masters champion John Rahm is leaving the PG. Tour yeah. to join the Live Tour, wow. uh, named after Liv Ullman, I, Liv I believe. Uh, apparently true. The deal is believed to be longer than three years, worth more than three hundred million. We thought it was going to be six hundred. Now it's three hundred. Uh, the word I heard was five hundred and fifty million. Well, he's going to have an ownership stake for a team, so that his probably helps team, a lot. Yeah. Uh, Spaniard will also get his newly created island off the coast of Dubai. They're going to pour sand out there and create one just for him. I wouldn't be surprised. And a harem. He's getting a harem. And he he hated the whole Live thing. He was a huge yeah. PGA Tour. Supporter. Money talk. The only way to get him is money. And he's a good friend of Sergio and a couple of guys who are huge live golf guys. Yeah. But still, I mean, they gave him a half a billion dollars. You know, it doesn't affect my life one bit, so I don't care what yeah, they I do. Yeah, don't, I don't watch him either way. Uh, Georgia know. linebacker Xavier Sorry Jr. has entered the transfer portal. Another one gone. That was a sound you heard earlier. Mm. Michigan is trying to hold on to Jim Harbaugh like Chris Christie palming a donut. Oh. According to Sports Illustrated, uh, Richard Johnson, the extension is reported to be for five years, $11 million per year. Holy wow. Uh, but Michigan is seeking a written commitment that he will not pursue an NFL job. Well... I wonder how long he was an NFL coach. Wasn't he? Wasn't he an NFL coach? Or was yeah, that his brother? he was with the 49ers. Remember, yeah, they yeah, played. They, yeah, they right. came back and beat the Falcons, right. who had a seventeen nothing lead at halftime. Uh, but, oh, I uh, remember that. No, and no. they lost. And Colin Kaepernick was their yeah, quarterback, right. and they lost to him. Yeah, the kneeler. Yeah, yeah, a rookie. Oh, please. At home. Yeah. Uh, but keep pushing that Matt Ryan thing. Yeah. yeah this, <sighs> anyway, Bill Belichick is the guest picker on ESPN's College Game Day for the. Uh, Ohio State uh, Buckeyes. Go Army beat Navy oh, game. Yeah, Army-Navy game, of course. That's right. Uh, which what, is Bill Belichick? Well, his daddy was a coach at Navy for years, and he uh, grew up as, as that. So. I got you. Duke is pursuing former Hurricanes head coach Manny Diaz to replace Mike Elko, who left to go to Texas A&M. Diaz, currently the D.C. at Penn State. Mm. Florida running back Trevor Etienne has entered the transfer portal, has two years of eligibility left. He scored eight touchdowns for the Gators this season, which I believe was all the Gators touchdowns. Yes. This was he, is he, isn't he the brother of the other Etienne? Uh, yeah, what's his name? God, I can't replace with the Jags now. There's Trevor and Travis, I think. I, I th- aren't they related? Aren't they? Yeah, they're brothers. brothers oh, yeah. yeah. Good call. Sorry. Good just, catch just there. Tra- I did catch one there. That's one out of Santa? 100. <laughs> Dressed like Santa. That's today. one in a row. Yeah. The Padres and Yankees. You're the one wearing the red Santa hat. I have, uh, Amanda said we look like twins today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Amanda. She's, She's so, so cute. She walks in with that camera. She's Let's funny. do your video. She does a great job, too. She does a wonderful job. Uh, the Padres and Yankees completed a seven-player trade to send Juan Soto to the yeah. short porch of Yankee Stadium wow. like he needed yeah. that. But yeah. he hits a lot to the opposite anyway, along with Trent Grisham for five players and the rights to Mel Stoudemire. So. <laughs> Isn't, is, that, I mean, is that a huge... 
Well, you know, like he, I heard somebody this morning say, I'm not going to say who, uh, that he's a five-tool player. He's not a five-tool player. He's a, one of the greatest hitters to come along. I mean, yeah. we're talking Eddie Matthews going back to the early days, Mel yeah. Ott. That's how good he is so far as a hitter. Yeah. Even the last year or so. He had mm-hmm. an iffy book. Yeah. He came on strong, though. But, yeah. uh, you know, you don't hit in San Diego. Right. Nobody does. Yeah. I couldn't hit. I was there three years. Couldn't well, hit. A, there but, you are. Uh, the Hawks lost at home to the Nets, one fourteen to one thirteen last night. Ah, that's no good. And uh, oh, hit the. You know what to do here, Flounder. Oh, I caught him in Raising the wrong back. podium. He's made there. it back doing stuff. Yeah, he's going to hit it. Hold on. Ah. Oh. Amit Patel, ah. who used to be in charge of the Jaguars' virtual credit card program. Mm. Has been charged yeah. himself with stealing. Yeah. How much do you think he stole? I, I know. I know how much no. he stole. <laughs> Twenty-two million dollars. Yeah. Over four years wow. to finance his lavish lifestyle of the rich and famous. I guess he is accused of stealing exactly twenty-two million two hundred twenty-one thousand four hundred fifty-four dollars and forty cents. Yeah. Uh, he used that money to buy a condo in Ponte Vedra Beach, a Tesla Model Three sedan. Some cryptocurrency. He chartered yeah. private jets. What is he thinking? John Kerry. Luxury hotel stays, a country club membership, and luxury wrist watches. How, how could he think he could get away with it? I, I don't know how the, the, the numbers have to come out at some point. I don't know. He lived good for a time there. God, I mean, it's did. not just one guy with a pencil and a piece of paper saying, this is what I come up with. You know, there's like ways to check it, <laughs> you aren't think there? At some point they'd say, where did the extra yeah, what, 22 what million tw- go? Is there like missing 20 million, honey? I mean, uh, we're, we're a short on the payroll this week because we can't find the $22 million. Got that $20 million check laying around or somewhere? <laughs> it's going to be one of those big ones, Jeez, not the golf tournament. Yeah, so. four it. people to hold it. Kind of like the ones they'll have tonight at the casino thing well, that I you won't be attending. Well, I didn't know about it. They didn't want the camera. 1937 on this date, the Red Sox get the contract of a 19-year-old kid from San Diego from the Pacific Coast League. The kid won't even show up to Boston for two more years. Mm. Uh, you know him as the Splendid Splinter. It's Ted Williams. Ted Williams. And frankly, spent way too much time away from the team. Uh, had this hobby of flying around yeah, the world and a, shooting down fascists. Yeah, he was an incredible uh, fascist killer. He was a freaking jet fighter pilot hero. He was an amazing man. human being. In he was not way. good with the ladies. His ex-wives tough, were not happy. Yeah, ha- he was tough a tough guy. guy. He loved to fish. Yeah. Not a good yeah, man. Absolutely. He was absolutely. a big... And somewhere his head... Is stored away they somewhere. They yeah. 1939, the five-year waiting period was waived, and this gentleman was elected to the Hall of Fame unanimously. The first person to get in without, well, after they set the rules, to get in without having to wait five years. 1939? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably DiMaggio or something. I can, DiMaggio was starting to play in 39. 39. Oh, well. I consider myself... Oh, I, I'm the luckiest man in the world That's who had right. uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou, Lou Gehrig, which is amazing that they knew what... Named after his own self. Happy birthday to the greatest catcher of all time. Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench. That's right. Well, Johnny there's Bench. one off my list. Johnny Bench is. <laughs> I could, how age, how old he is. I have no clue. Oh, my God. I have no clue. You're like these. those guys on all the other radio stations in America. Uh, our birthdays today include Johnny Bench, uh, Bill Furman, and Avrin Karkvall. Larry Bird. Uh, there's another one. You know how old he is? <laughs> No, I well, no I do. And how about one more? There's another one. Uh, I don't know. Terrell Owens. Terrell or Terrell? Terrell. Terrell. I think it's Terrell. You know why I didn't do his name? Why? Because I don't know how to pronounce his first name. <laughs> I'd never memorized it. I've got three did. birthdays, and at the end of your sports, I will give you how old they are. Oh, wow. In fact, there's something a dispute to look forward over to. one of them. We're going to look forward to that and your pledge to visit the USS I Arizona. Go be an American. And longtime Major League Outfitter Vic Davalio. 
Davilo, Davilo has died at the age of 84. Oh. He was Venezuelan, uh, began in 1958 with the Reds. He was a relief pitcher, and they traded him to the Indians. So he became an outfielder. He uh, won a gold glove his first full season in 64, Ooh. an all-star the next year, got MVP votes. He hit 300-plus uh, and stole 26 bases. He was part of the 71 Pittsburgh team and the 73 Oakland club that won the World Series. Uh, he played uh, 16 seasons, hit 279, which is a lot more than I thought That's he did, lot, yeah. picked up 36 homers, had 1,100 hits, and swiped 125 bases. He was a gold glove winner, all-star, and two-time champion, but... My problem with Vic Davilio, yeah, Leo, whatever, yeah. was he was in every baseball card pack that I purchased uh, as a child. As a every, it was him and Ed Spezio yeah. and Preston Gomez I and all these losers all, yeah, I remember all that these you things. never wanted to well, be. In, no, there's a, never a, never a Hank Aaron. You can't trade. Nobody's going to trade for Vic Spezios or whatever. To, Ed you know, Spezios. Had the wor- he, he was like or... he was he was shying away from. It was the worst baseball card yeah. photo of all time. He's like, oh, don't let it hit me. Oh, you know that my. type of thing. Yeah. And uh, I never got a Willie Mays. My brother finally had to buy me one. I, wow. I got a Hank Aaron, though. I, I, I did get a Hank Aaron once. Well, my, my older brother Gene had and I had boxes and boxes of baseball cards, including all of them, and they're long gone. Our mother said, oh, we got to clean out the attic. Oh, I must crap. be the only kid in America <laughs> whose mother hated me buying the baseball cards but knew it was so important she, yeah. never, she would never touch them. Well, they just, they went, you know, they went by. Well, we, we all grew up and we went to college and we didn't, went to, you know, and they were just, you know, it's time to clean out the house. I never even put them in the baseball spokes. I never threw them across the oh, room. I, I, I kept them. Oh, I mean, I they had, were a I treasure. I wood, wooden clothespins with, uh, no, ba- no, with baseball no, no. cards and the spokes of my Schwinn bike. Absolutely. Uh, now, as promised, I assume that was Holy Crap Sports? Yes, it is. Okay. And when's the next Holy Crap Sports podcast? Well, considering since I've been up since 4.30 a.m., probably, probably tomorrow, late sometime. tomorrow morning. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Birthdays include Johnny Bench, 76, Larry Bird, 67, mm-hmm. and Terrell Owens. It had two different birthdays on two different of my sources. One of them said 50, which I think is true. The other said 59, which I find hard to believe. Yeah, that's a little, that seems a little. But old. either way, 50 or 59, Terrell Owens. And one more historical note, as I mentioned here in, in sports. On this day, 1925, a swimmer named Johnny Weissmuller set a world record in the 150-meter freestyle, one minute, 25 and two-fifths seconds, and became TV. Uh, uh, ask Flounder who he is. Flounder, do you know the, word, uh, the name Johnny Weissmuller? Uh, that would be a negative. Oh, no. Holy crap. Right, okay, I'm dying oh, here. no. How old was who Johnny is Weissmiller in 1925 set the world record for the uh, freestyle in the Olympics, uh, world record for the uh, swimming 150-meter freestyle. Johnny Weissmiller set the record in 1925. Shortly thereafter, well, it was m- much after when TV came into uh, being. Does the word loincloth mean anything? How about, oh, Tarzan. 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 Cheetah. Johnny Weissmiller with Cheetah and Jane became oh. TV's Tarzan. And the originals, they didn't have many. In fact, they were nude in the swimming scene. She was naked. And she, she was naked, and her little skimpy skirt thing yeah. that they had on her was before the yeah. code. Yeah. And that's a good looking one. Margaret O'Sullivan, yeah. I think, was her name. Yeah, was yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. Beautiful woman. Yeah. Anyway, the Johnny Weiss for 1925. Wow. All right, so coming up on 530, uh, we'll, uh, we got stuff coming on here. You missed a little debate stuff and a little FDR stuff, a little comedy stuff, and a guy looking for a date. With, with, we should do this. We should come out with, with this way of 
looking for a date by just being totally obnoxious and mean. If you're looking for money, somebody to take care of you, forget it. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> 5.30. I'm not your pain, sugar daddy. Never peed flounder. Get off my back, lady. <laughs> no name. <laughs> this time. What a shame. Never got to hear this hit Sitting number one. In the morning, 1967, Otis Redding went to the studio to record Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. The song went on to be his biggest hit, but he never saw the release. Otis Redding was killed three days later in the plane crash. He wrote the first verse of the song under the abbreviated title, Dock of the Bay, on a houseboat at Waldo Point in Sausalito, California. A short time after his appearance at the Monterey Pop Festival, Redding's familiar whistling, heard before the song's fade-out, was the singer fooling around. He had intended to go back to the studio later and add words in replace of the whistling, but he never got the chance because he was killed three days later. Sitting on the dock of the bay, Otis Redding. Ha, huh, what a shame. Uh, let's see, uh, quick birthday. You know the name Noam Chomsky? Yeah, he's a... Uh... He's interesting character. He's, he's a, a political basically. philosopher. They call him completely or, uh, left wing. Yeah, he's a he's a. Uh, I think he used to come up with the ideas of how to disrupt people. He's a communist. No, yeah. no, that's Sol Alinsky. Alinsky was but a Chomsky leader. is a big icon for the left. Yeah. But lately, the last two or three years, he's come out and said some things like Trump was right about this, yeah. and you know that the left has gone insane. Or yeah, Noam Chomsky is ninety-five years old. Yeah, he's been up there. Wow. And, uh, oh, the one note in history, one note in history, and it's a big one, 1946, the Weinkauf Hotel fire in Atlanta, America's wow. worst hotel fire, claimed the lives of 119 people, including the founder, Frank Weinkauf, and it changed fire codes nationwide forever, thank goodness. And here's a little more about the story. The Weinkauf Hotel in Atlanta was advertised as fireproof. But it did not have sprinkler systems. The fire escapes did not, uh, were, there were no fire escapes, and there were no fire doors. Fire departments only had ladders that could reach to the seventh floor of buildings. A guest staying in the rooms above that, of course, uh, just couldn't get out. Uh, the other problem was the fi- they, they believed the fire started with a mattress that was in a hallway next near a door ent- uh, exit. And they believe someone either dropped a cigarette on it and it caught fire, or the other theory was that it was arson by a guy uh, who was mad because he lost at a poker game in the hotel. Hmm. Uh, guests in the higher floors uh, uh, were uh, 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 tried to lower themselves to the firefighters' ladders by improvising ropes made out of their sheets, but most of those efforts failed, and some either fell or were hit by other falling bodies as they got to the ladder. 280 guests filled up the hotel that night. Uh, the uh, uh, city inspectors theorized the fire started from uh, either a cigarette or an arson with a disgruntled felon. One of the, uh, here's an interesting story that I hadn't heard before. Uh, there's a book about this. Uh, a Georgia Tech football player named Jimmy Cahill not only saved himself and his wife, but then went back to save his mother. Jimmy had flunked out of... Georgia Tech, his freshman year, joined the service for six years, flew 53 missions in the Pacific as a navigator on a B-25 bomber. Cahill, in his early 20s, was back in Atlanta that night seeking to re-enter Georgia Tech. 
The, ge- the dean, though, said, no, you're not really good. You better, you, the dean actually told him, you're not going to get in. You, you better get a job digging ditches, unquote. After awakening in the middle of the inferno, Cahill got himself and his wife, Doris, down a ladder, then ran to the rear of the building to the alleyway between the Weinkauf Hotel and the Mortgage Guarantee Building next door. He ran inside to that building, found a window that faced the window to his mother's room across the alley. That's when he saw a dazed Elizabeth Tarver crouched on the ledge outside room 620, a towel wrapped around her face to protect her from the smoke. Cahill borrowed a plank of wood from the basement of the Mortgage Guarantee Building and, with the help of the building's chief engineer, pushed it across the alley and rested its far edge on Tarver's ledge across the way. Cahill inched across the 60-foot drop, one leg on each side of the plank, turned around, his mother wrapped her arms around his neck, and they inched back up the incline. Firefighters, seeing Cahill's inventive efforts, copied his idea and dropped the ladder from the roof of the mortgage building across the alley to the windows of the Weinkauf, rescuing several people that very way that he showed them. The disaster took the life of the building's creator, William Fleming Weinkauf, and his wife Grace were on the 10th floor corner suite. He had operated the business for two years. He died in a hallway and she died on the sidewalk below trying to lower herself from a rope made out of a sheet, and it didn't work, and she fell to her death. Did he get in Georgia Tech after that? It doesn't say. I'll bet he did. It okay. doesn't say. There's a couple. That, well, that wow. woman falling with her dress going up, I think won the Pulitzer. Oh, God, yeah. Won a Pulitzer, yeah. and uh, that alley is supposed to be haunted. Wouldn't be a bit surprised. And again, uh, because of this fire, all of a sudden, all the fire codes changed. Yeah. Everything changed. So that, that was the only, if there was any good news from it, at least it helped uh, the future. Uh, 540 with the yeah. Flounder. Okay, uh, a couple updates. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Yes, sir. Or you want to do that one first? Uh, let's do Tucker, Tucker first. Tucker Carlson. Check this out. Kimber Pete and Flounder, by the way, 540. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Tucker Carlson has just uh, tweeted, the Biden administration is openly threatening America's Americans over Ukraine and a classified briefing in the House yesterday. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin informed members that if they don't appropriate more money for Zelensky, will, quote, send your uncles, cousins and sons to fight Russia, end quote. Otherwise, uh, pay the oligarchs or we'll kill your kids. That's what Tucker says. By the way, Austin's a former defense uh, contractor. For Raytheon, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all in it together. They're yeah. all making money off of this. Yeah. And by, uh, hey, just for the record, say, uh, his, he, I had heard the rumor that they were saying, well, we're going to try to keep American troops out of this, but if we don't get the right kind of money, we're going to have to send them aid in the form of American soldiers. I, I'm telling you right now. There's no way in hell that America uh, will allow American soldiers to be sent over to, to Ukraine, Ukraine. I'll tell you what, I'll be in the, the streets. Russians. I'll be in the damn street. I'll be in the street, too. Not one American goes to Ukraine. Not one of us. We <laughs> Quit joining the military. If they don't have the cannon fodder, they can't fight these stupid wars. I, I, this is outrageous. And you have this, this scuzzball from Raytheon yeah. threatening people. Yeah. 
Yeah. And by the way, just send another few billion over there to a play it's some kind of organization in the Ukraine where they, they have no clue who's running it or what's yeah. going on with it. But we just send them more millions of dollars. Well, remember, we also from the very beginning, we paid them money to pay for the retirements and the salaries of all their troops. That we pay. We've spent more money for Ukraine than Ukraine has in their entire budget. But- we're propping their entire yeah. economy up. We're paying for teachers, we're paying for firefighters. We're paying for the retirement plans of all the public servants to teachers, firemen, police officers, military people. We're paying their salaries. And, they're, and they want more. He says it's not enough. And then if we don't pay enough, they're going to send our, our military people over there? I don't think so. Why would there be hell to pay? Oh, you'll have oh both sides God. in the street. You'll have both. That'll be the one thing that'll bring us all together. In fact, I hope the Republicans are saying, let's write this down as a campaign thing right now. We can. We cannot let this go. Never let go. The Democrats are famous. Never give up an opportunity for a crisis to, be, to take advantage of it politically. Yeah. This is, the, you know, these talking points. And again, this whole Jewish thing uh, about liberals finding under, you understand, if you're a, a liberal, you're voting for the people who are complaining about the Jews causing a, a, a mass They're, slaughter. In fact, tell them what's going on at Harvard yeah. right now. Holy cow, this is just breaking. By the way, the two biggest Jew killers in the world, the Russians and the, the Germans, the, the leaders, were leftists. Yeah, that absolutely. Were they were not conservatives. Uh, the lady, her name's Penn, yeah. which is Girl interesting. Harvard. She's at Harvard. She yeah. should be at Penn. Penn yeah. Anyway, uh, she ran her mouth about uh, all that stuff. The trustees are now gathering for emergency meeting and calls intensifying for the Ivy League president to resign. So you can, And there's a lot of Jewish, very... Uh, well, wealthy people that are, they say behind the scenes there is like a revolution yeah. going on in these meetings yeah. and we're gonna screw you over in fact there was uh, rich eisen i think is a famous sports guy and he just said i just read this he said he's not going to send his kids to harvard or penn or, or any of those wow. schools he's, he's, his kids will not go to those colleges that's the first thing i think i've ever agreed with rich eisen over yeah. i mean we may not like what he's uh, he's a pompous but, ass yeah, but he he's is, good but he's, at his he's job a, he's a rich guy and he's jewish and he's saying my kids are not going to go to your schools Good for him. And by the way, the Harvard girl, you know, they're backtracking all over the place because they say, well, our policy didn't say, you know, we have to go by content. And so if they say something, the context of the content only means if they take it out deliberately and actually get into action. So they're back. Now she said, well, we need to redo that policy. We need to, you know, well, gee, you could have, I don't know. I mean, every, every single one of them got creamed. I said it before, I'll say it again. For our entire lives, the Jewish people were taught and believed it was always the danger was from the right. Right. It was coming from conservatives and all this other stuff. I'm telling you right now, you're finding out where the danger is actually coming from. Who's been uh, indoctrinating these generations of kids to grow up hating you and being anti-Semitic? It's not the right. It's not the MAGA Republicans. It's not the Christian right. It's not conservatives. We're the only ones who, it seems, in the world that don't want to kill you right now. We've got your back. Yeah. So look around and see who your friends are and who your enemies are right now. And that University of Harvard president, the uh, uh, Penn president, and another girl, Liz McGill at Penn, is also backtracking all over the place, saying she was confused. She was focused on longstanding policies and stuff, so they're going to change everything, too. It's not working. It's too, you know, you, you got caught and you're outed. And again, remember, these are all Democrats. Not one of those protester people, not one of them ever voted for a Republican. And they're not voting for Donald Trump. Quarter of six with a Kim Pete and Flounder right here. Like that.
I completely forgot about this song and you. Whoops. What? It was our song. Oh. You, Not our wife. song. You your wife. Your yeah. pretty wife. Oh, and you complain about me when I'm saying, but I got my heart handed to me again. And, uh, oh, you know, I guess what? I hate my last 20 years Ca- when I, was, Ca- I didn't want to start killing yeah. people. I mentioned it once, what, every three months? You do it yeah. every hour. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a lot more screwed up than you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to the USS Arizona. Uh, it's my own fault. It's my own fault. Remember, people, the word fantasy means not real. Thank you. All right, 550. <laughs> Uh, that was uh, a part of Brian Wilson. Well, Brian Wilson, Marin Hall. Recent. Oh my God! You know what? Why he played it? Because what's in history here? I don't know. Speaking, it's going to be even worse for you, Pete. Here for a second. I don't. On care. this day, nineteen sixty-four, Beach Boy Brian Wilson married Marilyn Ruffle in L.A. It was there weddings? I've had. <laughs> okay, let's see. Nineteen eighty-six. How long is that? Fourteen. Ninety-six. Two thousand six. Uh, 16, that's 30, 26, 40, so minus 3, 37. 37 years. Yeah. We haven't spoken in 37 years, so I'm kind of over it. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, they got to, uh, they got married in 64 and got divorced in 79. Uh, they were in a group called The Honeys, produced by Brian Wilson. They had two daughters, Carrie, I'm sorry, Carney and uh, Wendy, yeah. who became Wilson Phillips, the singing people group. And uh, let's see, a couple of quick things in history. Uh, aviation legend Chuck Yeager died at 97 on this day three years ago. The first guy to break the sound barrier and faster than the speed of sound. And the movie? Uh, uh, right Stuff. Right Stuff is a great movie. Sam Shepard played him. Played a great role. And you know it killed him not to be part of that, not yeah. to go to the moon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he had, he had a cameo. It was really a stupid cameo. He played kind of a bum-looking guy with his hat turned up like he didn't know what he was doing, walking yeah. around in the bar. It was, it was huh. like a really stupid. Good movie. Uh, and on this day in history, in 2018, Kevin Hart said, screw you, Oscar. He stepped down as host of the Oscars after people dug up the old tweets of his that had some homophobic-type language on it. Uh, the Academy of Oscar people wanted him to apologize again. He said, screw you. And refused to reward the internet trolls. Uh, now, uh, what what just broke here a second ago? Oh, Sean McDermott, who's on the hot seat as it is with the Bills because yeah. their window's closing. Yeah. He basically was trying, I don't know when he did this, he was trying to motivate the team by giving them analogies of other teams that have come together yeah. and pulled together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used the terrorist from 9 11 uh, as the team they should look at. This, the players are kind of looking at each other and they said it was really awkward uh, and like, wow. uh, okay. Uh, yeah, what, it's not a lesson in the thing. And what's the. <laughs> There was something also latest, too, on um, uh, the uh, passing a bill for defense or something. Oh, it looks like the Republicans have won a lot in the defense bill. They've uh, got uh, some of the drag queen stuff taken out. To take out the liberal crap they the wanted. The inclusion crap and the vaccines, of course, are taking the vaccines yeah. that are killing people more than saving yeah, people. Unbelievable. Uh, and again, if you uh, haven't heard, there's uh, dozens of public school teachers in Oakland were holding unauthorized pro-Palestinian teaching lessons including a coloring book uh, that shows a Palestinian character that says, quote, a group of bullies called Zionists wanted our land so they could steal it by force and hurt many people, unquote. Yeah, the Palestinians are all uh, yeah. just completely yeah. innocent or, in all uh, this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's why nobody will take them. <laughs> yeah. Their own, their own people won't take them. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, 553 with a Kim Repeat and Flounder. Uh, incidentally, I don't know whether you saw this on social media, a BBC news TV anchor called a chief presenter. They don't call them anchors over there. Her name is Miriam Mashiri. 
uh, with a British broadcasting company, and she was on ready to go on the air. They had her on the air. She was on the air, and she flips the bird to the audience, stuck what? that up just Why? as cl- clear as you could see it, and then ripped it down again. Well, it turns out she had uh, not only had to apologize, uh, it, it, was a, it was a private joke. She said, yesterday before the top of the hour, I was joking around with a team in the gallery pretending to count down as the director was counting down from 10 to 0, including the fingers to show the number. So when the 10 fingers held up to 1, when we got to 1, I turned my finger around as a joke and didn't realize it would be caught on camera. She's so sorry the private joke had been broadcast. It was not my intention. I'm very sorry if I offended or upset anyone. It wasn't flipping the bird or even at a person. It was a silly joke meant for me, and so no big deal. But I guess she's probably going to get docs. I don't think they fired her or anything. F you, Bournemouth. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of that. By the way, people, uh, and again, they have our blinds down here. It's obviously pitch black out here. It's now sundown, so it's, uh, it's uh, Hanukkah. You know it's late because Ed's leaving. Uh, he is leaving. Oh, my God. I can't be the first time ever. He's, he's got uh, anyway, his uh, it, it is members a, only jacket on, and is, he's heading out the door. It is officially Hanukkah at sundown, which is uh, which is uh, the beginning of the eight days of celebration. So, so our, the 14th. Our happiness and congratulations. And, uh, lighting, uh, is it nine lighting, days? I thought it was days. eight. I thought okay. it was eight. And you know what? It's four. Well, actually, isn't it 12 days of giving, but it's eight days of the Hanukkah celebration, it, I believe. I don't know. The lighting of the menorah because the oil lasted when the Romans right. were being mean or and something. And the whole leavened bread thing was because they didn't have any way to make their bread right. They had to so leave they quickly. The, they had to get out of there before it could rise up, so they took the unleavened bread, and that's why they it, ate Are that. bagels made with unleavened bread? I don't know. Because I'm not a big fan of unleavened bread, but I love bagels. I love ba- I love toasted bagels oh, yeah. with lots of butter I, and uh, cream cheese. I had one this morning, man. I'm not nuts about having salmon on it. Yeah, I don't I'll, do the fish, though. No, I, I'll, I'll have a cream cheese. That uh, ain't happening. Yeah. In fact, maybe I'll get bagels from my peanut butter. I used to have English muffins and peanut butter. I make English muffins with all, with all the... I, make, I have three halves. I have one and a half English muffins, and I put a lot... I, I, I toast them really, really toasty, and I put a lot of butter, and then I put as much peanut butter as it'll hold without melting off the edge. I, I'm all for the idea of English muffins, but the actual participation in it, it always falls short. I just, don't know what that means. You put them in a toaster. What the I, hell? They're just not as tasty as other things. Well, if you tried Bay's, I, I don't. I don't use Thomas's English muffin with all the nooks and crannies. I, I get Bay's, which oh. are in the dairy section. Oh, look at in, in, in the in the butter area. That's Bay's. where the, the bagels are. The blueberry yeah. bagels. Bay's B A Y S Bay's English muffins, and uh, I like them much better than uh, Thomas's. Okay. Just not. I'm sorry to be such an <laughs> idiot God. about this whole thing. Um, do we have a, a flounder's funny? I'm almost out of time. I keep forgetting. I'm such an idiot. We got one more in there. Flounder? Yeah, this is uh, a kind of a funny one. Uh, Louis C.K. I played it before, I think, oh, on the podcast. Okay, it's... he's coming back. My kids go to uh, public school in New York City, and uh, they yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> send your kids there then. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, good. It's good. Teach them that that's what life is like. The teachers amaze me because I don't know. This is the worst. Here's the worst thing about this country to me is that there's there's no more noble profession than to be a public school teacher. It's easily, <laughs> please, please don't. You're not gonna like it. Easily. You're not gonna like where it's going. <laughs> I don't recommend clapping at any things. You'll regret it at the end of the thing. In a democracy, there's no more noble contribution you can make than to teach in a public school. And in this country, the people that do that, they're losers. <laughs> they're just rock bottom. <laughs> Losers! 
<laughs> he's a t- I used to like his comedy bits, and uh, he. But he was, he's, you know, he's crude and kind of yeah. rough. And er- he used to make fun of his, da- his daughter when she was like four. He, well, what are these kids good for? They're good for nothing. All they do is, you know, I mean, just that. I kind couldn't of stuff. watch his TV show. It was just too cringy. Yeah, he's a little goofy, a little, a little creepy. Oh, I know what I wanted to bring up too: the Navy. Oh yeah, the Navy. The, the USS Arizona has a, twi- a Twitter account. The USS Arizona, you know, to promote Pearl Harbor there. Day. Yeah, yeah. And basically came out and said, "Here we are in a Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. We're well into it because they posted this three hours ago. So it was what two o'clock." And it says, "As of yet, the U.S. Navy has yet to even mention Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day." I'm not surprised that the media doesn't do anything with it. The newspapers don't. You, when you're called out by the USS yeah, Arizona? The, the U.S. Navy, you would think that there would be a, and a I, I, you know, who's to say? We don't, don't want to upset anybody. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, 558. And then there's this guy uh, who posted himself looking for a date, apparently, on social media. And he's a good-looking guy, and he's posing himself with a dog. And so it's a great picture. Good-looking dog. Like a great, good, uh, just looks like a great uh, situation. And then the guy, here's what he says, though, about how he's trying to attract a woman. I wonder what kind would, would uh, acknowledge it. Let me guess, he says, you're 25 years old with three kids, and you've had your fun, but now you don't want that. You want a real man to settle down with and take care of you and your kids, all because you let a loser impregnate you. Well, I'm six feet even, have my own house, two vehicles, I make over 75000 a year. What do you bring to the table? If the answer is someone else's kids, then go kick rocks. No man will ever want you. And stop saying you're thick, T-H-I-C-C, thick, quote. Hell, you're just obese. And by the way, you're not a dog mom, you're a pet owner. <laughs> wow. And I wonder what kind of response. We should do that. I should make one of those. Yes, you should. Nasty and angry and upset. And so if you're looking for me, by God, I'm ready. You know, otherwise, leave me alone. Right here. And see what happens. Uh, Shannon Burke. <laughs> Shannon Burke show at his uh, Florida Man Radio coming up with us as guests. In the meantime, hoorah, Kimmer, feet flounder. <laughs> Gotta go, you're killing me. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 